Hear that? Believe it or not, summer is just around the corner. Luckily, Armorall, America's most trusted auto appearance brand, has what your car needs to get that perfect summer shine. Plus, now through May 31st, we'll give you $5 for every 20 you spend on Armorall products. That means car wash pods, protectant, tire shine, you name it. Find out how to get your $5 rebate at armorall.com. Armorall, less work, more clean. Terms apply. It's only a kick, a jump, a block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle, a run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. I wanted to bring up how you also do this like off-road truck stuff. I, I'm very ignorant when it comes to it. So it's so. not it's not off-road. You talking about the Ranger stuff? Okay, yeah, yeah. Get in truck, be done. Welcome back to the number one drift podcast on YouTube. I am Dawson, and today we have. Hello, I'm Derek Madison. Hey, what's up, know. everybody? Appreciate you coming on. Oh, what's up, Jasper's going to come love on you a little bit. Uh, well, while he's doing that, I'll hit the rest of the intro. <laughs> uh, so, before we get into it, don't forget look below the video if that subscribe button is still red. Go ahead and click that and go ahead and hit the help bell notification along with it so you're never. Miss an episode, uh, but if you do want to be the highlight of the outro, don't forget you can make a reel on Instagram and tag me in it, and the most, most, most likes at the end of the week will be the highlight, uh, but that's really all I got, so if you want to kind of introduce yourself a little bit Six, so to anyone who may not know you. Yeah, I'm Derek Madison. I've been in uh, Formula Drift Prospect for five years. It's a really uh, long time to be in Prospect, but we're working on it. Uh, <laughs> I started drifting back in like I don't know 2012. I think I got my yeah. You've Facebook, been in it for a while. Facebook memories hit me the other day, and I was like, "Damn, I've been driving for that long." <laughs> Fuck those Facebook memories, <laughs> yeah, dude. <laughs> and my friend just fist bumped me. He's like, "Yeah, we're the OGs." I'm like, "No, we're the OGs. <laughs> we're old, dude." But no, we're Godfathers. Yeah, it's it's been a fun ride, man. I'm I'm just a privateer dude who goes to work eight to five, and then I go back and work on my race car pretty much every day, every weekend. And, uh, Where do you work? Uh, I actually work for Fuel Lab now. Oh, okay. I worked for O'Reilly's for like the first four years of FD and everything. I just had a ton of vacation like built up. But um, Fuel Lab hired me halfway through last year. You know, they had uh, their sales guy uh, move on to it. He worked part-time uh, at the Anheuser-Busch and he went there full-time. And, gotcha. Uh, so I just, they were like, hey, you want a job? Every time I'd come in because they're right up the road from me. And that's kind of what started that sponsorship. And every time I'd come in, they're like, you want a job? You want a job? And at one point, I was just like, you know. <laughs> you know what? Screw it. I've been really hating we my talking? job lately. <laughs> and uh, uh, so I made the change. It's been great, man. Fuel tired of these awesome. slow-ass computers. Yeah. For real. That's the, Dude, every O'Reilly's is that way. Oh, dude. It's the worst. They're living in the past. but Yeah. Yeah. So Fuel Lab's been great. You know, they're my, my title sponsor currently. They're great guys. Small company. There's only 10 of us. 
one of the guys on my race teams works there now with me as well, building fuel pumps. So I would, uh, it's a fun experience. From an outsider perspective, I would never guess that they're like a small company. We hear that all the time. They don't shell it. Because we, we do a pretty good job. You know, uh, Megan does a great job at marketing and like Tanner puts us on the right people's cars and gets us in the right events. And, you know, they're, they're solid. And when it comes to sales, we do pretty well. You know, we've got good partnerships with like Turn 14, Motor State yeah. Distributing, like, and they do a really good job pushing us out there. Um, big, big purchasers of ours. We love those guys. And yeah, um, but it's fun. I like oh, it. Yeah. I've always wanted to get in the automotive aftermarket. So it's cool. We made it there. Sick. <laughs> How do you go about sponsorships and stuff like that? You know, I've, your approach? I get better and better every year because I'm real bad at telling people how great I am. I just, I, it's like, I seems like you. a douchey thing to do. So it seems when, very natural for drifters though. That's yeah. The normal thing it seems. Yeah. I, I don't know, man. I, I'm getting better at it and I've got like a really in-depth proposal. I've got a lot of compliments on mine, but they were very, very basic, but they were to the point and mm -hmm. like keep people involved. Um, and my media guy, Jason didn't mind this year and it looks really good. Like it looks a lot more professional. Um, and I don't know what it is, but it's been going pretty well this year so far. Yeah, yeah. And I've got a lot of good long-term partnerships, so it's almost easy for me because I'm just like, hey, guys, I love you. Thanks for everything. You want to do this again? And they're like, hell yeah. Yeah. So that's... Uh, you seem to be keeping up with media a lot more. Yeah. Well, the hard thing is, is that Jason... Well, I guess the good thing is that Jason is here. It's, it's hard to, <laughs> to, to do this and just remember to video because like... Oh, yeah. I like fun stuff. Drifting's fun. I just want to have fun. So I'm like, oh, shit, I didn't film anything today and jason's like get out of your chair this. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> i don't have to think about it at the track exactly yeah and so him coming on board was like a huge change for our program like he's always got his camera in our faces and like he's making sure he gets those background things and you know um i was just talking the other day he's like he catches like pictures of the ride you know yeah that's the one thing we all miss we all sort of focus on like that end goal rather it be fd oh. or like instagram fame or like whatever it is for whoever i miss when instagram was pictures only <laughs> yeah and now we're just like he 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 captures like the ride part of it to where it's like you start and then you're there and like all the in-between stuff you're like shit i don't have any pictures of me and my boys or yeah. like any of this stuff it's just like pictures of my car and so he captures all that stuff so staying on top of media is all jason 100 percent. that's good though that's you got somebody doing it that's important yeah yeah you have to it's it's definitely helpful, but my, I guess off the beaten path there, uh, <laughs> nah, my kidding. approach for sponsor stuff, um, I just have a good intro, tell them who I am, um, what I do, what I can provide for them. The big thing is just like, you almost just got to ask people is what I've learned. You just got to say, Hey, here's what I want. Here's what I'm willing to provide. You know, if that doesn't line up with you perfectly, like what can you do for me and what can I do for you to like make you yeah, like thankful or think that I'm doing a good enough job for you. And I've been asking that question like more this year than probably than I ever had. Like, what do you guys look for from me? Like, that's what, what, what do you I've want? And they're like, found is very important. Wow. Funny. You asked that, you know, thanks for asking. And I, and it gives me Not the opportunity to deliver it. too. Yeah. Cause sometimes we think we're doing great, but no one's there to tell us we didn't do great. And then the next year they're like, sorry, it just didn't really work out for us. Like, well, damn, I wish I would have yeah. known what I could have done better, but no, things have gone really well with the with the proposal and everything what are some better. key things that you feel like absolutely should be in your proposal obviously you want your social media reach that's what everybody cares about these days um 
hype that up as much as you can. If you've got some big popped off videos, like with some high viewership, like we've got a couple in like the high hundred thousands and millions. And so we just pop those, a screenshot of them on there just so they can see like, okay, maybe not everything is big. Like I've only got like 11,000 on Instagram, but yeah. we do have videos that pop off, you know? So you show them that. And this then- This is a good thing about short form stuff now. Right. <laughs> the it, algorithm's wild. Exactly. Exactly. And and that's that's sick. And another thing, just your ask. And and for that ask, what your deliverable is going to be. So like we have like three partnership levels. Like we've got just our standard basic one. We've got an intermediate and we've got our title. And everything from like the basic one goes through all three. Mm-hmm. And then you just add more like important deliverables. Like some people want commercials. Like one of my big partners is like Fram, Autolite, their first brands group, all those guys, Trico, yeah. those guys. They almost could care less if they're on the car. Like, it's cool. Like, they, they want to be on the car. I, that seems like every company now. <laughs> yeah, but they want Instagram reels. And and they want they don't, they don't want to be the company that's posting that boring corporate shit. They want to have somebody who's out there, even like the wiper blade videos. They're like, go outside in the rain. Just do something fun. Like, I don't care. Just something, something that's, like, different. And I'm like, yeah. all right, cool. And The I just, Walmart videos, too. Yeah, exactly, exactly. <laughs> they're so simple to make, I'm sure. Yeah, literally. I just walk in. It was Jason just followed me around as my experience to find the right filter and walk out, pay with me. Yeah. Like, it's a, it, was, it was literally nothing. People and overcomplicate. We, yeah. And we went to his place and we voiceovered at his studio and that was that. It was like the easiest video ever. So yeah. and I, I've got no problems with that. I, I, I enjoy being on camera. I, it's fun. Not a lot of people can do it. Not a lot of people want to talk or can talk very well. I've got no problem with it. I'll do yeah. it. Yeah. So I always try and say, if you're trying to go to more the competitive side of things, you better learn to love it or something. I don't know what to tell you. Yeah. Well, I'm looking at F1, for example, they're always got a camera and a driver's face Mm -hmm. and those guys can all speak pretty well. And the ones that can are the ones that are everywhere on those short bits, you know, rather it be TikTok, Instagram, whatever. Mm -hmm. So got to be good. Oh, yeah. Got to be good. Well, let's, I guess, branch off from that. Uh, tell me about how just overall how this season went this year. Bad, bad, went real bad. So explain. Uh, Let's yeah. hear it. I don't know. So my car is really basic. Like I've been competing in FD with basically a pro am car for the last mm-hmm. all four years until this year we finally changed some stuff. Uh, my first year we had we didn't have a dog box. Uh, that was the first thing that we put in the car. Our second year that like really changed everything. Um, but like I'm three fifty Z diff. I was front radiator, oh, wow. like I'm a, it's a pro-am car. I didn't know it was still like that. Yeah, yeah. So this year we did rear rad for the first time and we made it, I'm not a fabricator, but I'm getting there. Uh, so I can't, to afford to, I can't afford to pay people, so I do it myself. I learned a lot. We cut the, cut the crap out of the car this year to where we could like shove it deeper into walls without getting nice. sucked in. And I did like a full tub setup in the back and a, a little two rear section. Uh, my buddy Tyler whipped up like the radiator mounts and stuff and we really went all out. We had no time to test. So we went to Atlanta and we overheated our ass off oh. because it was just one thing. You have to keep the thermostat in on LSs on rear rad. And I was instructed not to by somebody. Hey, why? I, just, I don't I don't how, know. How does that make sense? I don't know. I, I Maybe I misunderstood. I really don't know. But I didn't have it in and we overheated and we got like no practice laps in. The whole team was arguing with each other. And it was just a huh. real bad start to the year. And we were coming kind of set the precedent. Didn't yeah. It? Well, we, we were coming out in first yeah. place, you know, because we finished second last year and Robert Thorne moved up. So th- th- like 
by the by the numbers, it's our championship to win. Yeah. So we come out there, we toss it in. First lap, my side skirts weren't bolted on all the way. And they were bolted to the fenders front and mm-hmm. back, but then it like comes out from under the door. And I see my side skirt like out my window and it like tossed me like way off. And I was like, I finally like I had to double initiate because I initiated and that happened and I like stopped because I was like, oh, it's just my side skirts. And then I just <laughs> get angry and just mash the gas. As one does. And that was my best lap all weekend. Damn. And I went downhill. So with the rear rad setup, the entire weight bias changed to the car. Uh, a fair bit, you know, for the better, but my car setup was not right. Yeah. So we're changing shock settings and like Shulman's trying to help us because uh, he's got more experience with like doing all that stuff than the rest of us on the team. So we're like doing different stuff and we don't get more than a lap or two without either A, overheating or having to make a change. Hmm. We finally pulled it together to qualify like 17th or some dog shit. Yeah. And uh, we ended up winning our 32 battle by default because he blasted off. Um, and then 16 battle, like we finally, like we were good. Like the car was mm. good. Everything was going well. Uh, and I was battling somebody and he kind of parked it in the keyhole, but the fresh lights were still green on the car. Uh. I'm like, dude, the smoke was gone. And so, so I parked <laughs> it and, uh, yeah. So I straightened out and that was pretty much it. And we weren't really used to going out in 16. So that kind of set the tone Damn. for the whole year. We had like mechanicals, arguments, go out early. And we're like, Shh, this is not yeah, yeah. how this goes for us. And uh, moving into Jersey, things went a lot better. You know, I literally, my first qualifying lap was like, it would have been P1. <laughs> P1, no problem. Spun over the line. I'm like, what? Dude, you have spun out once a year and you're going to do it in qualifying like <laughs> yeah so that was Dude, that's got to be one of the worst things to do in drifting like competitive Deanda, drifting yeah and deanda was like derek what are you doing <laughs> and i'm like yeah it's just it's embarrassing for me too and we went back out Operator i played it safe era. and i think i qualified like 29th and i'm like uh so i battled like or i've been 31st like i think i had p2 <sighs> in my top 32 battle let me beat him and I ended up losing to Cole Richards in 16. He won the whole event, so I guess I'll take that. Not a bad loss. Yeah, if you're going to lose, lose <laughs> yeah. the um, And St. Louis qualified third. Things were great. I quali- I wrecked my car and like totaled it twice. How Dude. the boys were able to bring it back together. Practice day, totaled it. Uh, I ran out of WazFab, so I had an S13 front right control arm on my 14, which those don't really fit. So I did my best, and yeah. I qualified third. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Car still drove well. It was good. Um, and what a roller coaster so far. Yeah. We went into practice again and my car started missing in the first turn. So like focus off driving onto engine, trying to diagnose while driving. Yeah. yeah, That never works out. When did transition? Like you're going too fast. Locked them up, (laughs) slammed the wall. I hit so hard. They like made me get in the ambulance. Oh, wow. Yeah. They're like, Mike was like, uh, are you all right, dude? And I'm like, I, I don't know. That shit hurt. <laughs> We're going to find out. <laughs> yeah. And the boys got it back together right before a 32 battle, like literally like four minutes before. Yeah. And I drove it around the parking lot. And then literally my test drive was driving it right up to grid. And uh, I battled my buddy, Holy Ryan O'Connor. Shit. We beat him. And uh, it, was a, it was a good lap. I, I lead and chase. So I'm like... I guess we're back. And in <laughs> six, got to make something happen, I guess. Yeah. 16, it started sprinkling right before our battle. So I tossed it in, dropped my right rear because it was a little slick, and I got smoked by Olsen, which my fault, mm. not his. Um, broke my knuckle, took me out. And then Utah was sick. We were driving pretty well. I love Utah. It was, it was beautiful. Too. I want to go there so bad. 
what we had to be there last year, like 5 a.m. All the teams were cussing. Like, what, what are we doing here right now? Yeah. Stupid. And then the sun came up over the mountains and everybody was like, okay, not too bad. I'm pissed. <laughs> you know, I get to see the beautiful sunrise over the mountains. Shit, we don't get to see Midwest, Midwest boys. Yeah. There's nothing yeah. cool here. Just flat everything. We get some cool colors in the sky. Yeah, that's, that's about it. Yeah. But, <laughs> uh, but yeah, that was sick. But, you know, again, we battled Cole Richards again in 32 this time and we went out in 32 and it was like, well, that's not how I wanted to end the season. We got a podium there last year, so that one hurt because, mm. you know, you go from second place to 30th. Or yeah, that's not going to feel too good. And we qualified fifth so or fourth. So, I mean, that was our second best qualifying position ever. We got two of our best ones ever this year in qualifying, so I feel better there. But mm. when it just came to battle, it just wasn't there for us. I don't know. How over budget did this end up making you? Bro, you have no idea. <laughs> If I didn't have Motor State as one of my partners this year, um, they're a distribution center for like race parts. So mm. we blew a motor at Grid Life like a week before Jersey. And luckily, I just called my guy Ryan up there and I was like, dude, I'm at my shop right now. I don't have time to look on your site. Can you find this for me and bill it to my account and ship it to me overnight? And he did. And Hearst was like, hey, I don't want you to have engine problems again. I'm going to come up and build it for you. And he's oh, like two hours shit. away. And like 10 p.m., this dude leaves his house, shows up at like 12, 12.30. Him and Cameron drove up. And uh, we rebuilt it in my shop until like 4, 4.30. What? He, like, he said all the ring gaps and everything. And, you know, I build my motors myself. Again, can't afford to. Yeah. And like, I know what I'm doing, but it dropped the oil pressure and went down to like, like we were having safeties like under 30 a yeah. lot. Like oil pressure was going down. And then it ended up tossing the bearings and stuff. So if it wasn't for Motor State giving us all that, we would have never made it to Jersey. <sighs> so those guys saved our ass this yeah. year. Um, and they're great people, man. But otherwise, you know, the budget was pretty twisted. Tires are insane. Yeah. You know, every year the tire price goes up for us. Because, you know, we're buying them in Prospect. You know, pros, yeah. they've got some of them, you're free, some of them buy them. So, yeah, the budget was pretty shot to hell. We spent the most we've ever spent, I think – if you go on the light side, like not counting the nickel dime shit, mm -hmm. me and Jason added up $73,000 this year. Damn. Fucking insane. But what was budgeted? Like what What was you I don't going budget. into? It? I don't. Like what did I have? Yeah. A credit card. <laughs> Whatever this limit is. Whatever my <laughs> paycheck is going to be is what I got. Whenever Damn. I'm done paying bills, yeah, that's what's left. So when it comes to like... I hate to say this word. It's kind of weird. Hustling is literally it, dude. Like you do yeah. a side job to pay for something. You do break job, whatever you can do. Um, I mean, I anything I possibly can to pay, I can. Like, And we got the best sponsor money this year that we've ever gotten, but it didn't even come close to paying for half. You know? Yeah. So we're doing pretty That's good this wild. year. So hopefully that'll put us on a good starting point because last year was tough. Um, I mean, it was deals where – I was struggling to pay for tires before events and stuff. Mm. And this was for, for us, like having so much confidence going in this year, this was the hardest year financially, mentally, uh, hardest year on the car. I mean, yep. it's one of those pushy years, dude. Yeah. It's a, uh, what do they call where it? Where do you kind of like, better? where does your budget stack up compared to all the other drivers? I would say prospect? bottom three budgets. Bottom three. Okay. I don't know. We're probably the most funded as far as like sponsors go, 
maybe maybe top five. I don't really know. Mm. We don't we don't a lot of people don't talk about that stuff. Yeah. But just from like the people that I do, a lot of guys don't get a ton of money. We probably get more that way as far as funding. However, I don't even mind. Yeah. <laughs> I'm poor as shit, yeah. dude. But uh, uh, I only preface that just in case anyone's like looking to go into yeah. FD. Like, are most of the drivers basically just funding all this themselves? Yeah. For, and yeah. pro spec. And pro, I would say it's hit and miss. A lot of the guys are probably having half their season or the whole season paid for. Um, but, you know, the teams that obviously are swimming in money. And that that's well, pretty much yeah. nobody in pro spec. And, you know, some of them have cash flow already, so they're not worried about it. And so they don't have to push for sponsors very hard. And good for them. Love yeah, yeah. I, I wish that was me. Yeah. Um, and I'm just not right. that way. But, yeah, we're getting there. <laughs> but, uh, you know... Like you said, for people who want to go pro, I'm a pure example. Hurst is a prime example oh, yeah. of dudes that just don't have it, but we still make it. Like what? What is in there that keeps you going, dude? I don't know. I'm a psychopath, I guess. I, like I work on on a like two months before the season starts. Hundred and hundred hour work weeks, probably well, maybe maybe that. not that crazy, I maybe mean, more. Like I literally, I do that myself. But like, yeah, but like for the standard person, like they get off at five, they want to go have a beer, they want to go on the couch or hang out with their significant other, their friends, like whatever, or just do nothing. Like I, I get off work at five, I go straight to my shop, I toss some burgers on the barbecue grill, eat, yeah. and then go to town. And like preseason, I'll be at the shop till some days it's ten, but mm. some days it's two or three, and I'm at work at eight. You know, and it's five days a week, and then I'll sleep in on Saturday and wake up probably at like noon because I went to bed at two and then I'll work from noon Boy. until midnight and then I'll do it again on Sunday. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Dear Colgate, I love that you love that I love being at home. You even let me whiten my teeth from home. Because you know how I feel about getting up from my cloud couch. The Colgate Optic White LED Kit gives professional-level results in just 10 minutes a day for 10 days when used as directed. And that's why, Colgate, I want you to meet my parents. Because ever since meeting you, I've been living life to the brightest. Colgate Optic White. Find it at all major retailers. It's a lot. I couldn't imagine wrenching on my car that much. Dude, I hate it. Fuck I hate no, working dude. on cars, but... Gotta, somebody's got to do it. I mean, yeah, the job's got to get done. Yeah. I totally understand yeah. that. And if it wasn't for my boy Tyler, dude, I would have never made it this year. Yeah. He uh, is at my shop pretty much every day with me. Like, we, awesome. we carpool to work, so he doesn't really have a choice. We just go there. <laughs> You're stuck. With me, motherfucker. <laughs> You're in the passenger seat, bud. We're going to the shop to work. Uh, but no, he's awesome. And he does the jobs that I don't want to do. So that's... That's tight. Six. Yeah. <laughs> those those good shit friend. ones. But yeah. Yeah, no, dude. It's It sounds rough, but I love it. Yeah. You know, this is what I wanted. I wanted the life of making content, like building a sick race car. Dude, when I started driving, I had a clapped rusty S13 with a single <laughs> slammer in it. Dude, this thing was such a piece of shit. And I like, 
I looked around at some of these other cars. I'm like, damn, that's a LS one car. That's crazy. Yeah. And, uh, and now went, you can't turn your head without seeing one. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And I put an SR in my car and I was like, this is the fastest car ever, dude. No, <laughs> no one's ever going to beat me in a race. Like <laughs> it's 220 horsepower at best. Airhead. Yeah. Dude. <laughs> it was so fun though. I, I was, that was probably one of some of the most fun I've had driving. And, uh, you know, I went to FD Atlanta for the first time. Me and my friend Sean were just like, dude, I'm going to fucking do this one day. Yeah. And like when I rolled up to FD Atlanta the first time for, for ProSpec, I was like, this is fucking sick. <laughs> yeah. No well, problem. all right. So explain what it was like going to Atlanta and driving on that track for the first time. Uh, so that hill does not nuts. do any justice on camera. You get to the top of that motherfucker, you're like, oh my God. This feels like a cliff, this bro. <laughs> Where are we going? Hey, you want me to go full throttle the whole way down this thing? <laughs> Yeah, it's nuts. So that it's very intimidating because you like huck it sideways. All you see is kitty litter. Like by the time you, they get to you in line, there's already been like four people and have to get towed out of the litter. And you're like, God damn it! I hope that's, that's not me. me next. I, dude, that's I know it me. is. And two visits, and I haven't made it into the kitty litter yet. But I'm sure my time's coming. Yeah, it, it comes from the clock. It comes for everybody. <laughs> uh, but no, it was it was uh, it was wild, dude. Like that. It's it's such a crazy track, and you know you're. Blast down the hill, hit the S, and then you blast up the hill, and you're like, I'm almost at the top of this hill, and I mm. shouldn't still be full throttle. And <laughs> you are, and you're like, yeah. even when you're in it's that mindset, somehow, you still don't make it to the edge of the track. You're like, damn, I thought I was going off. What do you mean, <laughs> I, did, what do you mean I didn't fill the zone? I thought I didn't even think I was going to make it. Yeah, I was sick. I, honestly, that had nothing on like my first our first round of FD was uh, Orlando. Mm-hmm. Me and my dad roll up, you know, we've got a brand new 34 foot trailer. We paid like seven grand for because it was a piece of shit trailer, but it was brand yeah. new. And we're like, we're hot as shit. <laughs> and like, we roll up to the track and my dad's like, we got this big ass trailer. He's like, we're going to look official. I was like, no, we're not. <laughs> you <laughs> Not one bit. You're empty. crazy. <laughs> and we roll up and it's a test day a few days before um, FD and who's there? James Dean and Peter Vesic. The best drivers yeah. in the world are there. And I'm like, I got to pull my car to my trailer and drive in front of these guys. And it was like them two and like Alec Honadel. And I ended up testing with uh, Kevin Lawrence, Brandon McDowell. Um, I think there was one other person with us. Sorensen was there. It was his rookie year as yeah. well in prospect. Yeah. It was just like we roll up and it was nuts. I'm like, Jesus Christ, man. This is crazy. Yeah, I bet that's an intimidating feeling. It is, you know, but it's also like, damn, we're here with these guys. And like, obviously, the driving level was nowhere comparable. I didn't yeah. qualify one time my first year. <laughs> Granted, it was top 16 and it was a lot more difficult. Yeah, out here like, trying though. Yeah, you know, I, I was getting like 80 point scores or 70, 75 point scores, which was landing me like 18 to 22. Mm. You're not getting in. You're like, we had 42 drivers my first year. That's a lot of people going home when you're only doing a top 16. Oh, yeah. That's a lot. But it was cool. It, it was a learning experience. Really put me in check. Uh, and for a while, I was like, dude, I feel like maybe I should quit. Like, the next year was COVID year and no qualifying. So they just seated you. And because I didn't qualify, it, it was weird. So they put you in order by seeding from like your last year's finish. But because I didn't qualify, I had zero points. Hmm. So they acted as if we never even driven. It was me and Dan Stuckey. We both gotcha, lost gotcha. goose eggs okay. all year long. So him and I got thrown in the mix with the rookies and got like randomly mixed up. And like all of the drivers that drove last year, which was like 12 people, 
were like automatically getting buys into 16. So all these guys are getting crazy points. And, you know, and since I'm down with the rookies because yeah. we didn't have points, we have to battle these guys that are like top dogs, you know, first round or whatever. And, uh, well, yeah, <laughs> throw in the towel. <laughs> yeah. I battled like Nick Novak, who's a freaking ripper. Um, I lost there and I lost. Oh, my car shut off in St. Louis in the middle of my run. <laughs> and I mean, I was. What caused that? I don't know. Probably me. Oh. I, I There was nothing wrong with the car. We were having some tuning issues this year. So I blamed it on a tuning issue. But then I happened there a couple other times the next year when the tuning was not a thing. And I was like, maybe I should just push the clutch in right now. Because we're almost parking the car in that 90 whenever it was an inner clip. Mm. And I, I imagine it was just bogging and shutting it down. But I don't know. Yeah, yeah. When I was doing it, I was full throttle and I like straightened up and then a car pop started itself and like went back into drift. So that was just a weird deal. What but like after fuck? that, like not qualifying two rounds or for four rounds and then losing in top 32, the next two rounds, I'm like, dude, do I belong in FD? Like, <laughs> am I wasting my time here? Like I'm just making myself look dumb and spending thousands and thousands of dollars. I feel dollars. like that's, that's going to be every rookie yeah, going yeah. in though. But, and then the next round we got third place. <laughs> and we beat first place Dimitri Gutsky. We beat tied for first place Josh Love. Uh, beat Mike Power. We beat Ricky Hoffman. It's like all these dudes Damn. that rip, you know? And I ended up losing to Hurst in the final four. Mm. Um, my car was cutting out a little bit. But dude, Texas is sick. And that truck is a rip. And my car's pretty fast. Mm. And Hurst is fast. So it's just, hey, dude, it was sick. I like had to tell Hurst because Hurst is my boy. I'm like, dude. My car's cutting out. Be careful. I don't want to wreck yeah. you for the finals because you're probably going to win. Uh, and my car ran perfect. He's like, you're playing games. Screw you, man. And I was like, no, I'm not. <laughs> okay, so at Texas, how fast are you coming into that last outer? Uh, I don't know. I'm like a 3.6 diff uh, with a 350Z God, diff. and I was, It looks fast on camera. There's no telling what it looks like I in was the car. one-to-one -one ratio, so fourth gear um, is like 142. And that's wheel speed. And I'm not, I, I didn't pull logs to see where I was in the RPMs, but my wheel speed was probably 130 at least. Jesus, maybe dude, maybe 140. Crazy. I mean, we were cooking, dude. I would have been like 80 miles an hour on the straight down to like a, a 180 loop. So I would go down the straight, first, second, third, fourth, uh, toss it in, and you're just wide open around that center or inner clip, and you're just full throttle and dump it down to third for that last turn. And it was, Honestly, one of the most fun tracks I've ever driven. Really, in Texas. Just I'm like I'm a wide open guy. I like going ah, fast as yeah. shit. Like some people like technical stuff. That's like, me. Yes, and I, I enjoy it. Don't get me wrong, but I'm like a give me the gears, baby. Because <laughs> I'm gonna put I it to feel the here. wind in my yeah, face. <laughs> exactly, exactly. There's nothing more like unnerving than just being at this crazy speed that you're like I should not be pulling the handbrake right now. Yeah, and this you is not stab natural. the handbrake, toss it sideways, and then just. Full throttle again. That's why I like Utah so much because it's crazy yeah. fast. It's hard as shit. It doesn't look hard. It's hard. Wow. Because you're constantly sure. fighting front grip issues and understeer and this and that. And like you can dial your car in as much as you want, but even the best guys are doing it. Like Denofa's understeering yeah. and stuff. And I mean, he won the event or second or something. Yeah. Something crazy. <laughs> yeah. Hell I, yeah. I'm a big fast track guy. That's VIR. If you ever get the opportunity to drive it, I want to. Sick, yeah. Dude, so good. Yeah. Patriot course. That's where I got my license. Never drove there before. And I get there. I'm like, dude, this is dope. Is <laughs> yeah. And that's a technical one. So you would like it a lot. It's faster. I, I call it the uh, US Air for adults. 
Not, oh, it, wow. Because <laughs> <laughs> it's uh, no shit talk to the US Air Boys. The track's awesome. It's just slower, you know? Yeah, but it's the same course. idea, like, with the elevation change and, like, the turns and stuff, like, throughout there. It's just, just a, a lot more faster. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Like, you come full tilt right in front of, like, the grandstands, and then you down the hill full yeah. tilt. And, like, our cars are usually significantly faster than the cars that typically drive at US Air. So we're cooking. Mm. Absolutely. I mean, if you watched the video of James Dean testing with RTR last year, yeah. they did the back section. Yeah. The front section's even faster. The back section is just technical and fun, easy for them to set the car up, but the front section is nuts. Man. Yeah. Yeah, I'm going to have to drive there eventually. Yeah. And you're pretty, how far are you from there? Like eight, uh, eight I hours, think it's like, like 10. Hours? Oh, that's far. Total. Yeah, it was like 14 for me. Yeah. We did it in a day and it started raining in the middle of the night going through like the mountains, yeah. like a toge with a freaking truck and a trailer that wasn't mine. <laughs> a rental truck, my buddy's trailer. I'm like, Jesus Christ. Sketchy's boy. Yes. Yeah, I was going to try and make it to Hyperfest last year. Yeah, it's good. And drive there, but obviously the car didn't. Yeah. <laughs> you know, well, it's done now. So yeah. ne- coming well, up next year. Almost there. Almost. But yeah, you got, got some time. more fine tuning. You got time. To do. Yeah, yeah, it, yeah plenty. You know, it'll be sick. I want to make it to the Spring Break Bash at Mid Pond. Dude, to be same. like my goal event to make it to. It's like just far enough that it's a pain in the ass. It's nine hours from me. So, oh, But it looks yeah. so good. So it's one of my favorite tracks to drive on sim i love mid pond looks sick uh everybody that i've ever talked to has driven it loves the tracks have, oh, you, have yeah. you ever driven it oh dude yeah yeah i talk about it mm. endlessly on the podcast jealous dude oh it's so, so good i got to drive it the event that they finally extended some of the areas mm-hmm. and oh my god so much better. made it way better hell yeah dude speaking of dude when they made when they made those extensions to fd st louis i saw it and i was like looks like a parking lot out here dude this is gonna be stupid <laughs> dude it's so much better that's nice. so good the wall rides sick oh yeah it's, it's sick i definitely touched the tire on the wall in my qualifying run which is terrifying <laughs> I, saw, I was like oh, i must have been pretty close and like watch the video I'll make your butt and, like, the tires like i'm like jesus christ you almost tossed it away yeah right? but hey, paid off we got third that was cool Oh yeah. Well, since, uh, one thing that I've noticed is kind of back whenever you started to now, there's been a very drastic change in the way, uh, judging mm-hmm. is done. So has that realistically helped the drivers in any way or made it worse, more confusing? Yeah. How do you feel about I, it? I would say there's some confusion for sure. Cause some of the, like the qualifying rules have like changed from one end to the other and drastically. Yeah. And you know, I'm pretty indifferent about it. Most of the time, I'm a pretty understanding person. So most of the time, whenever they make a change and people get upset about it, I see why they made the change. Mm -hmm. And a lot of times to me, like it makes sense. Like this year, I don't remember the specific changes, but they were talking about them and I was like, you know, this checks out. Like we're we're good. Um, But yeah, I mean, I don't know that it's really benefited the drivers. Mm -hmm. Uh, Last year on our, we have like, annual calls or quarterly calls or whatever they end up being for the year yeah. uh, with Ryan Sage and a couple of the other guys from FD. And we just talk about what can be better for the show and what can be better for us. Cause you know, it's costing us a lot of money and they understand that. Right. But the bottom line is it's a show for the people. So they're like, you know, we've got a major correction in sector score two for this guy. And this person did mediocre but they see this crazy correction, and then when they get the same score, they're like, "What?" But the rest of the yeah, run was yeah, great, yeah. so they're, they're like, "We." They changed it this year to basically a deduction. Like they'll watch you every time you you mess up. Mm. They'll be like, "Minus one, minus two, whatever." 
Um, and then the X Factor, I don't get at all. It's the dumbest shit ever. I like laid down a pretty heater of a run and I got like 0.3. And I was like, what's the fuck? Yeah, qualified third. And I think I got like 0.33 X Factor points. I was huh. like, <laughs> what? <laughs> so, what, what is their explanation on what the X Factor is then? So, basically, it's like you giving it everything you have mm-hmm. and they can see that you're like tossing it out. You're, you're taking risks and you're hitting your marks perfectly. So the commitment so, factor. Yeah. It, it's, it's essentially a style, but it has to be executed perfectly. Yeah. You know, it's not like you're getting style or fluidity and commitment. It's still fluidity and commitment, but it's cool factor, I guess now too. Um, but like you could be taking risks as a driver and tossing it out there. But if you don't fill the zone, they don't give mm. a shit anymore, you know? Like, you might have been committed, but you didn't fill the zone, so you yeah. lose a ton of points there. I don't know. I'm pretty subjective about that. I feel like it's just <laughs> a way to help their boys get to the top of the score sheet, but it's not my business. Ah, damn. Yeah, well, that's why I wanted to ask, because it's, from a viewer standpoint, it does seem a little bit more confusing. Yeah. Um, But, like, I do, I can see where it helps the viewers in a sense with some of the visual aspects that they've done. Um, But other than that, yeah, it's a lot easier for them to like walk back through the run, like whenever they do. And they're like, okay, small deduction here, deduction here, deduction here. And then the fans can be like, Oh, okay. Now I see those. Yeah. Cause like the normal eye, they're not going to see that. You know, they're just like, that was sick. Did you see that? He was drinking. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Dude, they were so close. Yeah. That was awesome. Like they don't see that like, okay, he filled maybe a third of the zone or he pulled out way early or whatever the case may be. So like, I do like that part. I think a lot better than the sector scoring because the sector scoring scores were just way too close all Mm -hmm. the time. Um, I just don't really understand the X factor. I wish they would just go deduct from a hundred or bring commitment just call it call it commitment i don't know <laughs> just change the way change the term change, damn it. <laughs> change the way i mean you can keep calling it x factor just i gotta know give us a better definition of what you want i that's guess that's fair because it's it's very because of the judging style this year it, it brought a lot of confusion to the drivers and this and the spotters so it's like the spotter can't really tell you much except for hey go harder or build his own better they can't really say like excuse me the judges are want to see this, 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 and this, because, you know, it's all subjective now because it's uh, yeah. what they think is cool or what, you know, whatever. You would need, like, literally the judge to be your spotter at that point. Yeah, <laughs> yeah exactly. And luckily they do this thing called spotter's help, um, and the judges will come in for, like, 30 minutes, and your spotter can be like, hey, uh, Lontane, uh, my driver's coming. Can you watch this? And they'll give you, okay, this looked good, this looked good, this looked like shit, this is where you need to do here. So they do give a little bit of that, which does help. Yeah. Uh, there's a lot of spotters that don't take advantage of that. I don't know if they're just nervous really? to talk to the judges or, or what. I, I don't know what it is, but a mm. lot of guys are just like, or maybe they just think they got this. But, dude, whenever the spotter's help comes on, I'm immediately on the radio. I'm like, hey, go talk to them. Find them. I'm <laughs> yep. two, two cars back. Let them <laughs> Jump <know."> on it. <laughs> yeah, because I, I want to know. Like, Because ultimately, they're the ones who are putting me in a spot. And if I have a bad qualifying run, like I'll go talk to him afterwards. I'm like, Hey, here's a video of my run. Can you tell me what I can do better so I can go far in competition tomorrow? Yeah. And like, I'm not complaining. I just want to know what I can do better. Um, I think a lot of people or not a lot of people, but I think some of those other people, they just like the pressure. I like the pressure for sure. Like I, I, cause I think Ben Hobson's kind of like that. Yeah. Where he just, I, I don't need to know. I just, I'm here to have fun anyways. Yeah. 
Dude's I'm cool ripper, with the man. pressure. Let's just roll with it. That dude's insane. Oh yeah, he's I an animal. I love that kid, man. He's he's an animal in a yeah. race car. Yeah, we, I just texted him today because of his post. Yeah, where he's leaving fuel. I was like, oh. I I talked. I've got some ideas. I think we've all got some good speculation in our heads right now. It's like we all know, but we yeah. He just know. He he loved the message, and that was it. He didn't respond. I was like, fair enough. Well, I I texted him, and I was like, because him and I get along great. You know, we're not close to each other, and like his girlfriend lives in California, so he might base himself there. Uh, He lives in Atlanta, which is like nine hours. And I was like, yo, dude. I was like, if you don't do anything next year, like we should consider teaming up. We get along great. Our teams get along. Like we should do something. And uh, he was like, yeah, I really don't know what I'm doing next year. And I talked to them or I asked him, like, are you going to drive your car? you going to drive Fields' car? Like you got something else in mind. And like now the world got turned upside down with an open RTR seat. (laughs) And uh, now he's leaving Field. And it was – we've all got our own speculation. We'll just put it that way. But I'm happy as shit for the dude. He's a ripper. He's a great guy. His family's awesome. So yeah. I love to see. Good He's about happen. three hours from me, so really, that's not that yeah, bad. Yeah, I I went to his place and did oh, his really? podcast, and we're trying to schedule another one, but. He's busy as fuck now. Yeah. It's hard to nail him down. He's Cal- in California all the time now. Yeah, driving. dude. I was texting him uh, after Ford Fest. That's what yeah. it was. Because he came up to me and was like, we need to do another podcast. I was like, absolutely. Let's do that. Well, Just let soon, me know. I'm, I'm sure he'll down. have some good stuff to talk exactly. about. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> and he was like, I'm going to be in fucking California until like mid-November. I was like, what the hell? Yeah. Yeah, it was cool to see him doing some testing. Uh, I guess it had a lot to do with James like breaking his collarbone so yeah he drove the rtr car a little bit at uh sema doing some ride-alongs and uh doing it again at that sneak peek yeah <laughs> that's what i'm saying dude I, I hope it happens for me and his dad's got a four dealership so that makes sense he's got an s550 takes on drift weeks that makes sense mm-hmm. it's just gonna need a new livery <laughs> yeah can they talk him into a pink livery Oh, <laughs> I sick. think they will. I think they, do they would do it. Bond's about it. Yeah, dude. Yeah, he seems about Show it. He's out. obviously about the the crazy colors. Yeah. he's got the lime green and the purple. Hell, Adam and did bright fucking yellow. His orange and yellow. Orange, yeah. And, but I'm, it, so, I'm not a fan of orange cars. Orange and yellow cars. Honestly, it's, so I can get down with yellow. So okay, well, like an FD or something like that. I'm cool with that being yellow. That looks good. Yeah. But there's not many cars that I dig. Dude, my crew chief has a yellow E36 and it's got a good kit on it and it looks pretty good. And he, another one of my friends got like this crazy purple livery to put on this white car and he ended up selling it. And he, so he gave the livery to my crew chief. I'm like a purple livery on yellow, huh? Dude, it's so sick. Like, he, oh yeah. He rents, we, we all rent a shop together to like keep our stuff in. My uh, high school colors were purple and yellow. Yes. So like, dude, perfect. Literally the uh. same. Uh, <laughs> but like I, every day I like walk by it in the shop. I'm like, this thing's way too sick for its own good. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's a, it's a good car. So I can get down with yellow, but orange, not, not, not for yeah, me. Yeah, that's fair. Not for me. Fair enough. Big, big black car guy. My, my, black. my photographer hates it, dude. He's like, do anything besides black, dude. Anything. Yes. He's like, I can't take, nobody can take pictures of it. It doesn't pop. It's not exciting. I'm like. You got to have some really deep black. A lot of clear yeah. sitting on top of it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then it'll shine on camera, but. I don't know, dude. I've just had black and gold cars since I've been in FD. I feel like that's kind of like my thing now. So changing now, I feel like would totally like change the brand that I've like tossed together over the last few years. All my merch is black and yellow or black and gold. Uh, or black and white, which is yeah. just easy. But I used to get you and Stuky's car mixed up all the time. Yeah, yeah. 
Now, just because I didn't know. I didn't know anyone in couple, drifting. Couple I was just start, just learning and shit. Yeah. They've uh now I've got carbon Kevlar stuff from them on my car too. Yep. So it's just it's just adding to it. That stuff's sick, dude. Oh yeah. I remember he sick. came to um National Super Speedway one time to test that car. Mm-hmm. And we were talking to him about it. He had it was because it's an S14 converted mm-hmm. and told me about a chassis that he had bought beforehand. That was they had cut the roof off to put the cage in and didn't realize they, or what was it? it? They did some type of modification to the chassis to put the cage in and didn't realize you couldn't do that. So they had to basically scrap the entire chassis, damn, and rebuild the one that they were on. I was like, dude, damn. hell no, yeah. But I got to play with the carbon Kevlar when I was when yeah. I was there. That shit's crazy. Yeah, yeah. So they've tuned my car for the last few years. So like we've built a great friendship with those guys. And this year, I was like, you know what? I need some new front fenders. Let's make a deal. And yep. uh, so they gave me a little bit of a deal on them. Uh, and it was like, I might as well buy them. Like, I, I've got 2F everything else on the car, but like, they don't make front fenders for an S15. So I'm like, perfect. Mm. I'll try them. You can stomp on these things, like all kinds of crazy shit. And they just right back where they were. Yeah. I've blasted people. I've gotten so many wrecks, dude, and they're, they're fine. Except for the time so I put wild. it in the wall. That one wasn't so great for it. Yeah. Wrangled it up. Do you know the, the process of making that shit? Yeah. So it's gotta Matt, be similar to fiberglass, right? Yeah, it's very similar to fiberglass. Okay. Uh it's just a different lay. And you know, Matt went over the nerd stuff with me on it, and it's just that's over my head, buddy. Yeah. <laughs> it's over my head. And but it, it was cool. I, I got to watch him lay it out. Man. And I'm like, this is nuts, dude. You do this all the time. He's like, Yeah, he's like, I don't mind it. I'm like, dude, you're crazy. I can, I don't have the patience for. Yeah, but I'm sitting here telling you what you do is fucking crazy. <laughs> yeah, too. so it's fair. like, yeah, we're all psychopaths. Different now, strokes, so. dude. That's all. Yeah, I'm building a fucking car that nobody builds. Yeah, no reason I should be doing that. Oh, dude, we talked. We, we saw like a, I thought it was like a Jaguar F type wrecked on like Copart, and my media guy's a big supercar guy. He's like, dude, we need to find somebody to fund this supercar drift build. I'm like, you know, that'd be fucking sick. Yeah, dude. it was like. 12 grand. What? Yeah. It was, I mean, don't get me wrong. Have you ever it, driven an F type? No. Oh, dude. I've, Rocket chips. I've cool. driven like a Lambo and, cool and a fuck. Ferrari and that's it, dude. Everything else just like yeah. nothing. But like, it was I will always sick. say Jaguars and Range Rovers and shit, they're garbage. But the F type was one of the ones that just like, I never really saw any problems out of them. Really? Because I used to work at an auction. So I'd drive these Jaguars all the time. It may not have been an F type now that I think about it because F types are really nice. I don't know. Whatever it was. <laughs> It was like a supercar, but like kind of older and like at this day and age, kind of irrelevant, but would be sick to be fair, a drift car. Fair. But I don't know. It was like a 2012. So it was like past the curve, but still I'm like, be hey, rad, I mean, <laughs> high rev. Imagine I'm, replacing parts and shit on that though. You'd have to make, make your own angle kits and stuff. You'd have to. I don't have that kind of brain there, dude. Just don't, just Josiah, don't. FDF, he's yeah. got you. Hit me up. <laughs> yeah, he's a good dude. I like him a lot. That man's a genius. Yeah, dude, smart as hell. And I, whenever I was talking to uh, Nate Hamilton with his car, mm-hmm. how they did that whole kit, just custom one off, and then before he even got to test it, had already sent him a V2. Just because he saw something in a video. Hmm. Could yeah, you imagine being nuts, that dude. smart? <laughs> I'd have a lot more money than I do oh, right now, dude. Oh, man. Yeah. Dude, I'd watch an LZ's video of them touring that was just like insane. Yeah. Because it's just like you don't get the understanding of what Josiah does, you know? Like you just look at him, you're like, yeah, dude, owns FDF. Sick. Like, must be pretty yeah. smart. Yeah. It's and another angle. Talking about nope. logistics, all this stuff. And I'm like, 
this dude's insane. Like this dude is brilliant. And and him and I have shared conversations over the years and he's kind of lost me a couple of times, but like you really can't put that into perspective until he's really laying it out there. Oh like, yeah. Like he's running a good business. Like they're making a lot of, a lot of sales and stuff. They're running a lot of parts out the door. They're building, coming out with new shit all the time. I mean, working for Fuel Lab, I know how much the R&D goes in. that comes out yeah, of that place is Like wild. just making a new fuel pump or wanting to throw a new kit together or something. There's so much more to it than just build sell yeah. like, behind the back end. And like we've got 10 people and we struggle to come up with like or release new parts like in a timely manner. It's, mm-hmm. a, it's a lot of work. Um, so seeing that they've only got like 15 and they're releasing this many new parts every year. I'm like, you guys are nuts. <laughs> like people don't understand how crazy level. that is. It's, it's impressive. And being on top of that, it's in Canada, which yeah. has one of the most like restrictions on this side of the planet, I would say. Yeah. I'm honestly surprised that they're still there doing it. I mean, obviously yeah. moving all that stuff would be a, Huge job and moving all your Canadian boys with you to work with you because yep. all those guys are obviously doing a great job too. Uh, otherwise, they wouldn't still be there. So, man, yeah. that, that's tough. Oh, yeah. Be nice to see him in U- U.S. though. Hell, yeah. It same, helps same having Drift more. HQ as like kind of the yeah, distribution. So, they can. But... he's probably got one car there now all the time, Most I'm sure. Yeah. Uh, so, at least he can still drive in the U.S. quite a bit because even getting their cars here sucks. Oh, yeah. Yeah, like, uh, I don't know if you know Shorky, the Misfits. I had Shorky and Andrew on. Yeah. Or fucking Andrew. Anyways. Yeah. uh, We always pit next to each other at, like, Grid Lifes and, like, Riverside events and stuff. And just hearing the bullshit that they go through coming by, it's like, damn, dude. Yeah. Damn. They got stopped over an energy drink. Yeah. In anything, <laughs> and you got to get your cars here and tell them that you're going here to make money. Like you could win twenty five thousand dollars at this event. How how does that conversation go? <laughs> Don't forget us to write a check when you come back. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, that's uh, that's something different. Uh, oh, sh- all right. Hold on. Let me see. Let me pull one from up here. I've just been going off a whim. Yeah, I talk. Um, a lot. Sorry. No, you're good. This, <laughs> this is perfect. Big tangent guy. <laughs> um. Okay, so since I'm like a big advocate for not going into FD and not taking the competition route, what what is your kind of, I guess, response to someone like that? It's all perspective-based. You know what I mean? Like I was an athlete growing up. Like I played hockey. I played football. I played tennis. Like if there was a sport that I could do, I was Baseball. doing it. Boring. Oh, <laughs> I played it. I was really good at it. Uh, I quit. In it's high a big school. brain sport. What <laughs> <laughs> was stand there and hope the ball comes your way so you can catch it? Yeah, that, <laughs> that was my thing, man. So like, I played catcher, so I was at least in the action every every pitch. Uh, and I could. Hit I did well. until my knees couldn't handle it anymore. Yeah, I'm, my I, I would have played that all the way through college. I'm, I probably wouldn't be able to walk right now because uh, I got old yeah. man knees. Uh, but no, I mean, I, I, if there was a sport, I was playing it. So like, naturally. I'm just competitive. I want to be the mm. best at everything. I don't give a shit if it's Nintendo 64. I won't beat your ass. Mm. So, so naturally, when I started drifting, I'm like, damn, this is fun. I want to be the best at it. So that's kind of my perspective. And like a lot of dudes, like most drift kids come from like BMX or skateboarding or yeah. motocross or something. And that's kind of how we get into drifting. So a lot of that is the way you took BMX. Did you just rip with your boys at the local park? Yep. Or did you go into competition like growing up or like whatever the case may be there kind of feeds into that too. Whereas for me, 
Like I just, I was pretty bad at BMX, but I liked it. I did it. That's how I was. So like, I, there was no shot. I was going to compete at it. Um, I I just rode around the streets and found random places to ride. That's same, what I like doing. But like, I kind of grew up in the country, so like ten minutes out of town. So like, that's a long bike ride. And my parents particularly didn't want me to do that because cars would rip on the back roads. Uh, so we just like got a shovel and started making dirt ramps and just doing dumb shit. So that was fun. That would be cool. And then we did make bike. some trails in the woods and stuff with some jumps. Yeah, yeah, that's sick. We we had some like that too. But like I was never good enough with that. But like I was competitive through all these other sports that took me into being competitive at, at, at drifting. So that kind of brought me into just wanting to compete a little bit or at least wanting to be the best. And MDU Streets of Detroit – is ultimately why I started competition drifting. No shit. Yeah, I went with uh, my boy Connor uh, and like crewed for there him and stuff. Swan. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, dude. And that, and that was sick. Dude. We have the the Mercury bars where all of our uh, drivers meetings and I stuff were at. I wish I was in the scene. Back all then. of dude, it was it was so good. And um, we would the drivers would like go and like did stop traffic and they'd like go to grid that way. <laughs> I'm like, this is unreal. And like the the backdrop having the Union Station was like so cool to see. So I'm like, screw it, man. I was like, I've got a 350Z now. It's caged. I'm I'm running it up. One oh, of my yeah. friends was like, I'm going to start fabbing. Can I do your cage? So he gave me a sweet deal on it. And it was like a full interior 350Z with a cage. It was stock as a rock. It had a PBM angle kit and nice. an ASD hydro. And that was it. All and it I'm needs. like, we're going in a competition, boys. <laughs> <laughs> and it was on the schedule and about, I don't know if it was like right before the season started or right after it started, canceled. Oh, they're, yeah. They're reopening yep. that, that Union Station and they moved us to M1 Concourse, which we were the first ones to ever drift on it, which was sick because, you know, that's always cool to be like, yeah, I was, the one, the I was one of the first one to ever drift on this thing. Uh, <laughs> so that was kind of cool, but I didn't get to get to rip that experience of us so that would have been super awesome to do but just being able to go and be a part of it was awesome being able to be like i'm one of the few people that were able to do that and like mm -hmm. i'm jealous yeah very I, jealous this was like the days where like riley sexsmith was still in his wrx yep. and dirk stratton was in his s13 before he even started the vet like when he showed up and that with that corvette on a trailer he still had his s13 there so we were like what is this here because all it says on the door <laughs> is stratton chevrolet and it was on like a, I don't know if it was on a rollback or something to where we were like, is this just display to like, cause they're kind of mm. close to home, maybe get some, some advertisement out of it or whatever. And I walked up to it and it's got a cage in it. And I'm like, there's no This is a full race way. car. <laughs> and my boy comes out, qualifies first place with like a nice. 99 or something. Cause it was just the, the nastiest car there. And no one, it was like the first time we'd all pretty much seen yeah. like vets in like the norm around us, I guess, besides FD. Yeah. So we were like, this is crazy. So just being able to be a part of that stuff and have that story is is sick. But Oh yeah. Yeah. I don't know. <sighs> Man. Bring it back. Yeah. <laughs> Shut that place down so we can do it again. Dude, whenever Kim blocked it, that <laughs> shit and in that uh Jim Connor video, I was like, Yes. Yes. We're back. <laughs> Nostalgia. Yeah. Oh, it's, it was awesome. But well, I never got to drive it. Yeah. Well, let's let's kind of branch off of that. What is something that has changed over the years that you are either like or dislike in drifting in drifting yes this is gonna be this is gonna make some people upset because you said from 2012 right yeah 
Oh, so yeah. I love how many full built race cars there are. And that's going to make some people upset because everybody's like, simplicity, do this, do that. Like, <laughs> just get seat time. I fucking love full blown race cars, man. Just going out and seeing what people do with stuff. I'm like, I love craftsmanship, like regardless of what it is. So like seeing what you did to build your car, I'm just like, this shit's sick. Yeah. Like, now that I can something. respect. And I love it. And I love loud cars. I love fast cars. I just love the rowdiness of drifting. Yeah. Like that's the excitement for me. So I love that there's so many more of them. What I love is that in drifting, even if it is a full blown race car, it still looks cool. Yeah. Like most race cars yeah. look kind of dumb. Yeah. For like sure. Obnoxiously dumb. One or two colors or like the drag race cars. Like, I don't know. Yeah. The different simplest liveries style. and or like the ghost flames or like whatever they do, like skulls yeah. and stuff. That's a drag racing. I'll never understand yeah. that. I, and I agree. Most drift cars are pretty sick. Uh, Another thing that I love, everybody's freaking cool, man. Yeah. Well, most people are cool. You go to a drag race event, you're like, yo, what are you doing out there, man? Like, you're doing really well. They're going to be like, screw you, dude. I'm not telling you what I'm doing. I want to mm -hmm. beat you. And like, meanwhile, I'll take a part off my car. I'm not even tell you what else. I had for lunch. Yeah, dude. What exactly. the fuck? Dude, that's, who that's, cares? That's drag racing as a whole, dude. And <laughs> drifting's just sick. Camaraderie's awesome. Like, that's, that's probably what kept me in it for so long. So everybody I meet is awesome. And... It's it's just a lot of fun, and I, I there's not a lot of changes that have happened that I have disliked, hmm. except for takeovers. <sighs> they're it's they're not drifters. Agreed. They're not drifters. They're not. But it's tossing it into the mix, and the outsiders look at it as that. A lot, oftentimes, that's what I don't like. Oftentimes, yeah. And I used to talk about it a lot, yeah. and I've kind of branched away from it. Yeah. But I wasn't even going to bring yes. it up. I it just kind of popped into my head. I was like, oh, you know what? Mm, yeah. I don't like that. Dude, and they'll they'll still they'll stand up for it mm. in the comments. I don't get it. I love breaking the law. I mean, okay, everybody likes Have breaking fun. the law to a small extent, but that's crazy. Yeah, that's yeah. I, I mean, know. you're booting people across intersections. Yeah, you know that's what? not normal. Play stupid games, win stupid prizes. Yeah, good. I'm glad they got hit. Just to clarify, they are not drifters. <laughs> if any not, normal civilians watching, they're not drifters. <laughs> no, drifting's actually cool. Yeah. Okay, so I wanted to bring up how you also do this like off-road truck stuff. I guess I don't, I'm very ignorant when it comes to it. So it's so. not it's not off-road. You talking about the Ranger stuff? Okay, yeah, yeah. Explain so, that for like dummies, because I don't know anything about it. Get in truck, be dumb. That's <laughs> so. Cletus McFarland. I'm sure everybody knows him. Does. Like his uh, Crown Vic races. And I'm like, this is so stupid. I love it. Yeah. But it's a celebrity race is what they call it. So they only hire like, or they didn't hire, but bring out like big YouTubers, big social media followers, gotcha. people, NASCAR drivers, like you name it. Like that's what's in the race. Big names like the Deegans are in it. And mm. then like, I don't know if you watch a lot of funny TikToks, but like Frankie LaPena, the dude that like makes his butt look massive. Oh, I've seen him before. Yeah. Now. It's like, <laughs> what? Yeah. So obviously you want to get into that. Like I'm a Cletus fan. Like I watch his stuff and he's an awesome dude. Mm -hmm. Um, so when he started doing these Ranger races, I'm like, this is freaking hilarious. So naturally I run it by my boss. Cause I didn't know it was, I thought it was invite only also. No, you just build a truck and sign up. Really? Yeah. And it, and oh, so we bought a Ford Ranger from our local high school uh, <laughs> for a thousand bucks, and it had a bad fuel pump. It was a four liter, 
So surprised you didn't buy it from one. O'Reilly's. Yeah, well, <laughs> I did. Uh, and we just uh, also uh, Motor State owns All Star Performance also, and they do like okay. a bunch of dirt track stuff. So they had a cage that weirdly enough fits an old G body. And they had like a tech data sheet that had like a bunch of their cages and like the dimensions and stuff. So I just took a tape measure to this gutted Ranger and we have a G body cage welded into this Ranger and it fit almost perfect. Oh, the sick. only thing that didn't fit was the A pillar bars. So I was able to like make them work. But then after that, the door bars wouldn't work. So we had to do some custom stuff. Um, but like we just built it in the garage with, and the cage kit was like 350 bucks. What? And it was pre bent, pre notched everything. So we just hit them up because like we just started doing business with them uh, with Fuel Lab and we're like, yo, dude, we want to do this. Uh, you know, we'll rock you on the, tra- on yeah. the truck. Like if you want to help us out. And they did. And we got a window net from them and then a cage from them. And we what? just built it. I put my status seat in it. And so it was like up to spec. And we, I rattle canned the truck black with like a nice chassis paint. So it actually still looked good. Yeah. And I called my rap guy up, uh, Kyle with Vitch and visuals does all the drift week stuff. And he's like, dude, fuck. Yeah. (laughs) I'm going to be in the race too. I was like, no, you are not. And he he ended up procrastinating like he does and didn't get a truck in time. (laughs) Uh, but anyways, cause we, him and I were going to build like matching trucks and like be like a team quote unquote. And it was just going to be us being idiots, having a good time. And we ended up wrapping the truck, made it like look super cool. And like I made a stencil out of like an old fuel lab sticker and like did like paint on the tires that said fuel lab around the outside. And I'm like, it looks sick. And the first race we go to is at Bristol Motor Speedway. And it was the week after they did the NASCAR dirt race. So okay. the dirt was still there. And so we got to do Bristol on dirt. Like, first of no all, shit. no one gets to do that. So that was freaking sick. And we Lucky had to bastards. do it in a Ford Ranger, dude. <laughs> and it is so stupid, but I had so much fun, man. It's just like you go go-karting with your boys. You're like, damn, this is sick. I, yeah. had, I had so much fun. So how thing. much money do you have in the truck? It can't be much. <sighs> Two or three, maybe. But most Holy of it was shit. like we rebuilt the front end of the suspension because like the ball joints were cooked and this and that. Yeah, yeah. We had to get a fuel pump hanger for it because that was cooked. Um and the cage, if you want to put it at cost, like if you can do it yourself, you could probably get it done for 500 bucks counting, like buying the cage from All-Star because there's, like I said, it's pre-bent, pre notched It fits. Mm. It works. Uh, text me for the part number. I'll give it, I'll give it to you. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. Uh, it's, it was pretty cheap, you know, and I already had the seat for my race car and then the, the harnesses from the race car. And I'm, I'm the only dude rolling up here. With a status seat, looking bougie as shit, diamond <laughs> stitch seats in the Ford Ranger. These dudes got aluminum seats or like whatever, like trash bride that they've had for twenty years or whatever mm. it is. Um, so yeah, I don't know. It was it was just pretty cheap overall. I have like two thousand bucks in it. I think it cost us more money to, for wheels and tires because I wanted to get some like fancy looking like race dealies. Yeah, and those were like four hundred bucks, and then I got new tires because I wanted something that was going to do well in the dirt. Uh, and that was like another like three or 400 bucks. But like, if you get past that. Yeah. Yeah. For, for the second one we did, I ended up buying some like 17 inch dealers and using some of my GT radio, like drift spares. Uh, this is literally just to go beat the shit out of the truck. Dude, it's like, so much no fun. no other purpose. So much fun. Yeah. There's no purpose. <laughs> and like, you know, it was a big ad advertisement, excuse me, for fuel lab. 
So like we put a big sticker on the side of the whole bedside yeah. and like Frank from Tire Stacks uh, came and helped us out. And uh, so we put him on there, all-star. And then of course, Kyle wrapped the car, wrapped the truck. Dude, so I mean, they got some awesome. ad space and like, dude, the first race at Bristol, they like live stream everything from like qualifying to everything in between to both races and everything. Um, and Cletus was just interviewing people mm. and he came up and interviewed me, which was sick. So like I got some some space on there and the truck was in the background and then the mic ran out of range and they couldn't go any farther. So he's just interviewing like the biggest YouTubers and like whatever All in right front of in front stuff. of the truck. Yeah. And I'm like, dude, the sponsors are probably loving this yep. right now. There's probably, I don't know, it, it probably got 100,000 views. The race probably did. I mean, I, I didn't go back and look. But then in his recap video from it, um, Project Prime like threw together like a ripper of a video for his mm. intro. And of course, you're gonna video the cool looking trucks, which was like Cletus's, like a couple of the other yeah. big dudes, and then ours. We were in it for like four times in like the first thirty seconds. And I'm like, this is the if that doesn't shit tell you ever, to make dude. your car look cool. I don't know what will. You're it's, preaching right now, dude. You have to. If you can't if you want be good, media, if you want anything good, good out of this fucking sport, make your shit look cool, dude. It's not hard. I mean, you feel cool. Why not look cool too? Yeah. Then you feel cool in the pits also. You don't even have to put a bunch of fucking stickers all over it. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you're you're gonna wreck it. That's a given. But at least start the year looking good. Yeah, and then fix it again the next year, <laughs> dude. I could keep two F in business. I think by myself. Yeah. So this was just an on a whim thing. Like yeah. you, you didn't take this after because a lot of FD guys are kind of going into more truck related sports. Yeah, it's just fun. Motor sports. Yeah, in the like, off season. Like Vaughn will do the off-road amanda does the hummer stuff like and they do it for the money i and probably fun too because they're getting paid i'm sure um and dude it's fun it's just anything that i can get in and be an idiot it's gonna be a lot of fun too uh like i'm sure i would do some reflexes up and stuff yeah for sure and it was a totally different kind of racing man i've never done circle track or anything like that i'm like i'm ready to buy a dirt car right now (laughs) Uh, yeah and and the second one was on asphalt which is actually more difficult because like tire conservation real thing like yeah like i watch a lot of f1 and they're like oh watch after your tires i'm like how the fuck do you watch after your tire? what do you mean you want me to look out the window at them (laughs) like and i get it like you tell you toss your car into a turn a little bit more aggressively your tires heat up fast like it got to a point where like i started falling back in the race because i had to look after my tires i was in like seventh and i like dropped back to 12th because i just slowed down like let the tires come back under me but then you know oh wow lap 40 you know pop 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 front right like six cars popping front rights and i'm like hmm, we're back in eighth again <laughs> how about that yeah so my man yeah my man and, and you know i heard cletus say that in a couple of his videos he's like i'm just gonna hang back in the back and look after my tires and then when everybody else is yeah. fucked in the last 10 laps i'm coming for it and i'm like you know cletus is probably one of the best drivers in the world because all, all around because he does so much and he does so well at pretty much everything which is stupid mm. uh so i'm like he probably knows a thing or two i'm gonna listen to that and oh, it worked yeah. it worked because i mean i was on brand new gts up front but you know i didn't know how they would last and stuff like i know how they last in drifting mm. but i didn't know how they'd last in a circle track and you what know, were other people running Weird. Uh, a lot of dudes were running uh, Falcon 617s or 615s or whatever oh. they are. 
Uh, and those were the, those guys were really fast. They're like, he's like, yeah, I've had these on for like three races and they're still ripping. Holy shit. And I'm like, that's, you know, pretty impressive. I had a really good battle with a dude on those, even on the dirt. Yeah. And I was on like pretty knobbed up tires to try to have good traction on the dirt, um, which did not do well on the circle track. I was two seconds a lap slower on the, the dirt tires that I had from the GTs. When we changed shit. to GTs, they looked shitty because they're like low pros on a truck. And I'm like, damn, it looks ugly now. Yeah. But it was way faster. So I had to. <laughs> like we we did a couple of different things and we tried some stuff out and um that was that was the move. But yeah, I would say drift tires are gonna be the way okay. as far as the circle track stuff goes. Because they usually last and they grip pretty well. If you competition drifting. I I, I... This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot. Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. still can't believe that you can just sign up for this. this yeah. It's fucking crazy. I literally, so you had to apply, apply. Basically, just prove that you have a ranger. I got on Facebook Marketplace <laughs> and I screenshot a, a bunch of pictures ranger, of this brother. ranger. I didn't own a ranger, but somebody on Facebook Marketplace did. And I applied using that and I got approved. I'm like, boss, we got to go buy this truck. I was like, I'm leaving after work. I'm going to get it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and I had plans you, to sucker. drive deep like into Tennessee to buy this like manual four liter truck. And dude it was a bad communicator, which was kind of like making me hesitant. But it was a seven hour one way trip for me to go get this Oof. ranger and I was going to go there and back after work and go to work the next day. Like I was, I was committed. And then my old boss called me and he's like, Hey, this dude is the auto teacher at this high school. And I'm pretty sure they got a ranger and I'm pretty sure it's a four liter. I was like, shut no up. Way. And it, it, it's three minutes from my shop. And <laughs> I was about to drive seven hours for an $800 truck or Three minutes for a thousand dollar truck. Yeah, and, was the uh, other one like technically in better condition from what you could tell? No, I came no, out so worse. good, dude. Sick. Like ninety nine thousand mile truck. Uh, it had a bad fuel pump, and it was like a lady teacher that didn't have much to like go off of, so she yeah. like, just parked it and got something else. Damn. And uh, that's funny. He's like, yeah, she wasn't going to change the fuel pump herself, <laughs> and I'm like, I'm not dropping the tank in this thing. Pulled the angle grinder out, cut a hole in the bed. Ran in no problem. When we drove it onto the trailer <laughs> with, with brake clean, and a dude was literally like leaning over the side, just spraying it the just whole way up, it enough for me to get onto the trailer. It was it was comical. Yeah, it was, oh, it was great. Yeah, man. so all this dumb turn of events and a lot of good memories. We got to go drive on Bristol, which was nuts. Fans were yeah. everywhere. I like, still have yet to even be at Bristol, and I've lived in Tennessee my entire really? life. So we went for an East Ten event, which and we did. Uh, like the parking lot events between yeah, the yeah. big circle track and the drag race, and I was blown away then. Going inside and being down in the barrel, dude. Like, I, you I'm just sure look around, cool and you're experience. like, "Where am I? And how did I get here?" I'm in this a new world. Shit yeah. <laughs> and when you you get, I mean, we've been to like good race tracks and stuff, and fun race tracks, but you're never at a race track until you're like something like that. Yeah. Like my first time going to Texas Motor Speedway, you get in the infield by going in a tunnel. Yeah, that's and how like, Super Speedway is out here, well, and it's a, crazy. I got a stacker trailer and a truck, and like you're like my 
truck and trailer isn't going to fit in there. There's yeah. no way. And then I watched a Falcon tire truck drive through it, and I'm like, oh, I guess, I we're guess doing I'm this. being a bitch. I'm going to do it we're anyways. Doing <laughs> <laughs> and then you get in there, and there's just grandstands everywhere, and they just don't stop. And you're like, oh my God, yeah. this is nuts. That's exactly how I feel yeah. going into this one. Yeah. But it's, it's like a large tunnel. Like it's not yeah, yeah. a very small tunnel. Yeah. We've got a, a tunnel oh. to the infield for Egg Gateway, but you can't take trailers through it. Like they don't allow <laughs> They're not big enough. So it's, 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 less crazy when it comes to that but it is a huge beautiful venue but like bristol was just insane because it's like you're down like imagine being at a sports arena but way fucking bigger dude yeah it was crazy like we had a ton of fans and we didn't even fill up a quarter of a place imagine that there's nascar events that fill up the whole arena it's <laughs> you gotta crazy. look around oh wait, yeah. wait there's the spectators yeah, okay sorry yeah. exactly like they were just on like the one wall across from us which was Nice for entertainment for them, at least, because you could pay attention to just one set of people. Yeah, for like yeah, Cletus, yeah. obviously not us, but yeah, no, it was it was fun. I would recommend it to anybody. Oh yeah, it was stupid. It was for racing terms, low cost. You know, I'm probably for traveling from St. Louis to Bristol, which is like nine hours, and then St. Louis to Freedom Factory, which is like sixteen hours. We're probably in it for and the truck, maybe eight or nine thousand dollars. And it was so fun. Yeah. You get to, I mean, I met a ton of good people yeah. uh, going to these things and like made a good bunch of friends. You get to be around, like if you're into it, the YouTubers that like you look up to, um, a lot of those guys do that stuff. So it's just, it's just cool. Yeah. It's a lot of fun. How much is the, like the cost of one event compared to a regular grassroots event? Let's just it's say. It's $80 to drive. <laughs> yeah, that's it. <laughs> Yeah, so you can bring whatever no extra cost. Got it. Well, like just I, I just mean like you wouldn't think that the entry fee would be that cheap, eighty dollars. Yeah, that's cheaper than a drift event. Uh, you don't have to buy Way a cheaper. ton of tires. So, I mean, travel's your expense, right? Mm -hmm. I mean, we spent six hundred dollars on Airbnb, and then probably going to Freedom Factory is probably like twelve hundred dollars on fuel. Yeah. So I mean, there's your big expense. It's like two thousand bucks there, and then I think we drank. Braden took out a bush light that weekend, so that was another expense. <laughs> um, but uh, it's always that one. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's it, it wasn't bad. I, I would say three thousand bucks, food, everything, all in tops. Whereas yeah, FD is like eight to ten thousand a weekend. Yeah, that's a lot. Yeah. FD's expensive, bro. And that's it'll, just it'll get you. So. Yeah, imagine Ooh. doing it twice the amount of times. Your car costs twice the amount of money. Yep. Yeah, yeah, I'm a little. So you gonna do the truck stuff again next year? Uh depends. Depends yeah. what well what our schedule looks like, I guess. Yeah. How many races we end up doing and like that's same with Riverside and all that, you know. We'll see. Fair enough. We'll see. I mean I would love to move up to pro and that would pretty much eliminate all of that. Um because you know, like I said, I still got a full time job. Luckily, it's my title sponsor, he's understanding. Yeah. But we only have 10 people. I play a big role there. Everybody plays a big role there. Mm -hmm. If one person's gone, there's a lot of disruption. So <laughs> yeah. he doesn't want me gone for all this time. And um, it was the second race was actually the same week as Irwindale. So I wouldn't have been able to do that one anyways. Um, and the first one was luckily just before the race season started. I think there's a fucking ladybug in here. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah, I see it. The cat's chasing it down right now. Yeah, get him. <laughs> get him, dude. Oh. <laughs> uh, Shit, what were we, where were we at? If I was going to do that race again. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So if anybody wants to rent a truck next year, if I'm not doing it, call your boy. I'll rent it to you. Shit. It's cheap. How much? It's cheap. 
Uh, I don't know. We'll figure that out. <laughs> Got to talk to the boss. He paid for it. Nice. Yeah, it was nice at expense. Yeah, there you to, go. I just got to reap the benefits. Yeah, <laughs> it was beautiful. Tax write off. Yeah, exactly. Tax write off, marketing, something like that. No, yeah. I'll take it. I'll there take you go. It. Yeah. So, what's your goal going into next year for FD specifically? What are you gonna try to improve from this year to that next year? I want to have a car that is not gonna give me a fit for a single round. Two years ago, I had that. Last year, I did not. Uh, we're building a new car, another S14, uh, but we're going to do a better job, better setup to make it more easy to work on um, and make sure that our setup is dialed in before the first race. So we want to get the car done earlier than we did last time, get out on the street and street drive it. My car's street legal, by the way. That's sick. Nice. I uh, got My plates insurance for it. Uh, <clears throat> we'll get it out on the street and do some like street driving with it, make sure that it's not going to overheat or anything, get it out to a track, do some testing, hopefully with... Um, Hearst and Talaska and a couple yeah. of us had talked about getting together in Donati um, and just going out there and just playing the setups somewhere like in middle ground, probably kill care or something. Um, that's the main goal for me. Um, and if we end up moving up to pro, I want rookie of the year. If we stay in pro spec, I'm winning the championships. So oh, yeah. that's the goal for me is like solidarity. You know, I want the whole week to or the whole year to just go well and that was our biggest hiccup this year i added a lot of stress all around stress back at home at the shop um when shit broke all the time yeah stress the track when i was wrecking or breaking stuff or whatever so i just two years ago the car was just good i got in i drove it i changed the oil i didn't get the car to the trailer i changed the oil in the trailer and went to the next event Savage. it was like <laughs> and we got second in the, in the championship <laughs> with a hey, dude isn't that crazy how like you you do the least, and then somehow it ends up being yeah. the best result. Here I spend so much money in the offseason trying to make my car awesome because I was tired of overheating yeah. <laughs> and all this shit. And like we go and just like nothing but mayhem the whole first event. We're like we were at the racetrack till 2 a.m. Like messing with oh, it. We put an no. electrical water. We sent the boys to Summit in Atlanta or north of Atlanta or something. It was like an hour and 10 minutes away to go buy it's an electric horrible, water pump. But... And like I like – I'm sitting – uh, in the stands watching practice because the car is overheating and I'm just building a list. I'm like, <laughs> I'm like I built a cart and sent him a screenshot and I was like, this is all in stock at that summit. I was like, go buy all these things, buy this hose, these fittings, this, this, trying not to forget shit. Yeah. Like, cause you know how it is. You, you buy some stuff for your car, you go to put it on, you're like, damn, I need this wiring or I need this or that. Yep. And like, I threw it all Tiny together little things. and we got everything. And I was almost not going to bring my AN hose cutters and I was like, you know, I'm bringing these bitches. And thank God I did because we had to do a lot of that. Um, I need to get a set of those. But yeah, dude, it, game changer. The vibrant ones like yeah. 80 bucks. It was nothing. That's pretty oh, cheap. Oh, they're dirt cheap. I just, yeah. Yeah. I haven't had to make an A in line recently, but yeah. with the car being needing to test, I'm sure I'm going to have to make a couple. Yeah. I mean, I didn't even, I don't think I ever made an A in hose before this year. Same. I had one of my sponsors previously made my fuel system for me and put it all together. And all I had to do was just pay for the materials and he did all the work for free. So I was like, that's, that's cool. Sick. And he's a smart ass dude. So I was like, cool. I don't know. By what all doing. means. Please take it. <laughs> um, and then I've, I've been front rad the entire yeah. time. So I've had no reason to change anything. You know, car's been the exact same for four years now. So it's now finally the expenses of doing all that. I didn't know how expensive it was going to be to do a rear rat. It was like, $2, yeah, $2, dude, everyone that I've talked to that's done one, they're like, 
Yeah. Yeah. It was over budget for that. <laughs> and I got like, I did the cheap summit fittings and I've got yep. a summit account. So they're even cheaper. And I was like, damn, <laughs> I did not expect this. I got a summit brand radiator, summit brand hose and fittings. I didn't skimp. I went with a derail fan setup, which was the money. That's move, nice, dude. I had some smaller spalls and we got some bigger spalls last year. But like this year, I'm like, dude, I guess technically, Ball out. I guess the derail setup does use ball fans. But like, we went with like the nice. After dealing with overheating issues, yeah, I, I would do the same. And then we overheated again. Oh, <laughs> yeah. So once we got all that well, shit that lined out, it's like I've never been able to keep my car on and online on in line on grid ever <laughs> until this year, which is fucking sick. I didn't. All you guys are spoiled. What? Yeah. Yeah. Dude. What ended up fixing? Like dude, once we put it... the thermostat in uh, after the rear rattle. Oh, change, that's right. Like, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. like I would come back from a battle like in St. Louis last year. I don't know if you were there, but it was scorching hot. It was like 105. Like heat index was like I've one, actually 115. Never been to an FD event. Really? In person, yeah. No. Oh, yeah. You don't like comp. Yeah. You should come to St. Louis. It's cool. I, well, Atlanta's three and a half hours oh, for me. Shit. So I, I really it's need to just go to, venue to Atlanta. Go too. Anyways, yeah. Exactly. And the venue's beautiful and it's just a rad experience overall. In it's different Utah, than Utah. I got to go see um, Chair Slayer. So I, oh, okay. I want to use that as He's an excuse good, to go to FD Utah as well. Honestly, yeah. And that's, that is cool track. It's beautiful track. Um, better, better racing experience in Atlanta, in my opinion, as a spectator. That's fair. Um, it's just cooler, in my opinion. But yeah. Hell yeah. All right. Well, uh, I guess we'll do these subscriber questions real quick. All right. My tuner, underworld.j. Underworld J. Uh, where did your helm of BSKFs go, and what was your favorite round when you were in program? program. Hi, Jay. I, I miss you. That wrong. I know Jay from years, you years ago. Yeah. Hell yeah. Uh, yeah, dude. so he's a good dude. Um, I sold them. Oh God, I can't remember his name. I'm drawing a blank. Uh, up in Iowa, I sold all six of them and my Serb 2s to them as well i want to say they just drove down and bought everything it's Hung so up your i hot boy coat. love dude you know <laughs> i love cool cars man i want a cool car i went into pro and or pro pro spec right pro 2 at the time with this is how underprepared i was i had four rear vskfs two front vskfs and a set of serb twos for the back i had six drift spares going into formula drift <laughs> Yeah, not my best move. So, idiot, by the way. The the wheels were like, the for the four rears was like, no, this is going to timestamp it. 2200 bucks shipped. Because oh, now they're, you know, way more good than Good luck. Uh, and the fronts were like $700 for a pair because they were like 18.8s. So, it was like shit spec. Yeah. But for WiseFab, yeah. that's what you got to have. Um, and then the Serb 2s were like 800 bucks because they were like 18 by 9s or something. Mm. So, they weren't great either. Yeah. Um, but I wanted to look cool, man. I was like, I know I'm not going to go out here and win my first year. Most people don't do that. Um, I was like, I know my car's not great, but if I can one. look good as shit and catch some attention, well, the problem is that I didn't catch any attention because I didn't compete one time because, you know, no qualifying. Yeah, yeah. Uh, you know, <laughs> that was where my head was. And I had had a deal set up with Koenig, um, but I ended up choosing the the hot boy route because I had think I had already had the fronts. Mm-hmm. And I was like, let's just invest a couple more of these. Uh, and I, I did have all all of them. I was like, let's just invest and be in Hot Boy just a little bit more yeah. and see if it pays off for us. And, you know, I had so many compliments. Like, 
Greg at Coderworks, awesome dude. He immediately was just yeah, like, I love Greg. Like, your car looks so fucking sick, dude. <laughs> and I'm like, hell yeah, man. Thank you. So like, and that was around one. So I'm like, this is paid off already. I love this. But then I quickly realized that like, <clears throat> I'm batting way outside my wheelhouse here. Mm. I'm a, you know, little league baseball player swinging at a pro pitcher right now. It was just... I had to pick what really was going to make sense for me. So getting on with Koenig, running, A, the wheels are lighter. Um, oh, yeah. You know, they're not going to bend as easily. I know that sounds weird, but the flow from wheels are a lot stronger than I thought they They'll were. They'll bend properly. Yeah, and you you still use them. Yeah. Ask me how I know. <laughs> Have used them. Uh, <laughs> and, you know, it budget-wise, it made so much more sense. Um, and, you know, we've had a great relationship with those dudes, um, as you can see. Yep. Yeah. Got it all. Uh, that was just kind of, I made a bunch of changes that would like invest in my betterment, I guess. So like we had a T56 and I, weird, I got my pro license without second gear and a yep. T56. I went first to third. Everywhere. Uh, yeah. Yeah. It, it was, it was wild. So me and my friend Joe rebuilt the trans a couple weeks before FD uh, and then reverse broke on our testing event because it was, we, we reused the bearings yeah. and like the bearing cage came apart because this specific bearing Don't had a plastic cage. <laughs> yeah. And uh, so we had to go back in and change it out and everything was good. And in the key, my car was too slow. It made like maybe 500 horsepower um, first year. And in the keyhole, I could, I had to downshift and going from, I guess, fourth to third, uh, it would never go into gear. It would like oh, wow. lock itself out or like something because it's just a shit TV6 yeah. trance. Um, so we made the the investment in a GSR. I didn't want a side shift. I was like, if we're going to spend five grand on a side shift, we're going to spend seven on a top shift. We're just going to do it. Mm -hmm. Like at this point, you're already killing yourself. You may as well do it yeah. correctly. Um, best move I've ever made. If you're going to really? build, if you want to build a car that's easy to drive, if you're when it comes to like not suspension and stuff like that, put a dog box in your car. Huh. It's if it's a drift only car. Obviously, if you're streeting it, don't do that. It's stupid. Yeah. But like if you're building like a drift car, like A, they're way stronger. They're gonna last longer. You're not gonna have to rebuild them as much. If you've got the budget, that is, and it makes sense for you, do it. Like, or if you're building a competition car, that's what I would prioritize. Now everybody tells me that quick change is what you should prioritize, but I can argue that all day. Um I've never had a quick change and we've done pretty well. Yeah. We've done pretty well. We've got a lot of podiums. With, I'm sure uh, a quick change helps a lot. I'm sure. But. Yeah. But like being able to not have to think when you're shifting, because it's yeah. literally spring loaded from second to third. So like when it lets, when in order to put it in first or second, you got to pull over and then forward or back. Otherwise yeah. it sits between second and third. So as soon as you push forward at a second, it spring loads back over into the row for third. So nice. you just push and it's like, you don't have to think Does the rest at all. For you. And so you never have to worry about it coming out of gear. It's just, it makes your driving so much more mindless, which That's is good. what you need. Cause if you're focused on the wrong thing, you're gonna fuck up somewhere else. Yeah. So a quick change doesn't help you that much. It just puts you in the right ratio. Jay-Z guys need it more than anything. But us LS that, boys yeah. with real power. Okay. With real all power right. all the way through the power okay. band. <laughs> Turbo noises are better. <laughs> I don't give I a mean, fuck. They do sound fantastic. But I can start mine. <laughs> yeah. Let you hear it. Dude, I'm an old RB boy. I got it. I hate it. I've got it. the blow off valve to the atmosphere. So it just. Oh, yeah. You have spits. to. You have to. But it's, they do sound good. Uh, so the second half of that one, uh, oh. your 
favorite round favorite when you round were in of pro am this one i'm gonna split hairs here there's gonna be kind of two of them uh we went all the way to northeast pennsylvania to what's the name of that track up there they had fd in pennsylvania like two years ago or three years ago pro okay well, i don't remember the name of the track um It'll probably come to me. Anyways, it was when MDU was in the like weird. Someone will correct you in the comments. Yeah, weird section of like rebuilding. Uh, tracks were like closing and stuff that we were using or something like that. And we ended up going up here to like Northeast Pennsylvania instead of like staying in the Midwest. Uh, and I got to wear my first podium. And that was sick. Nice. Um, I got third place. And it was cool. Saying <laughs> I broke my clutch pedal and I literally did my battle for third. And I bumped. I had to start the car online to take <sighs> off. Oh. Like my my starter oh, no. took me off. I pushed the gas to the floor and I used the starter button, and I that was how I took off. And I like I I battled Hurst and I was like, hey dude, uh, I'm not sandbagging you. This is what's gonna happen. And That's cool. he was like, okay, thanks and, for the heads up. And <laughs> I handbraked without a clutch, which is again no no, but I didn't have yeah. one, so I couldn't. And like my boys like stuck like the clutch pedal like against the push rod to where like if I held my foot on it a little bit it wouldn't fall off so I was able to properly take off in my chase run instead of having to bump so I could stick with them so they're like you get one clutch use like that's it like <sighs> that's all you get and I ended up having it for takeoff and I slipped it through first so it would like stay on and then I jammed third and I, I didn't touch the clutch again until I stopped and I just turned the car Dude. off it was so it was like a dumb situation and when i won the battle i was just like what <laughs> <laughs> oh i can breathe yeah. now <laughs> yeah and jelani uh worked for garrett denton back then and jelani was like that was the dopest shit i've ever seen in my life because in mdu you literally just stand right next to the cars as they're taking yeah. off from the line it was no care if you were a crew guy um it was yeah it was awesome and aside from that when i got my pro license at hyperfest AKA wiper fest because it rained the whole damn time. I don't have windows. Oh, I didn't have wipers. No. I did not have wipers on my car. Rain X the hell out yep, of that It was rain X and anti fogged. Um, and I had to borrow some anti fog wipe from Sorensen's. Um, and dude, <laughs> it was awful, but like, you know, we beat some heavy hitters that day. Um, and so that was exciting. Like, Mike Perez was like, the boy back then and yeah. we beat him in battle we beat Sorensen in battle um i don't even remember who else we battled a lot of good people and i made it all the way to the finals battled dustin miles in the finals and then i lost but it was double elimination so i went to the losers bracket final and then i battled Sorensen again <laughs> and then he beat me then um because i was just like i already knew that i had gotten my pro license when i made it to the finals so i'm just j so jazzed out of my mind that i like couldn't focus on driving anymore so that was definitely a peak memory. It was like my farthest road trip. You know, we drove 14 hours. VAR is beautiful. One yeah. of the most beautiful, probably the most beautiful track I've ever been to in my life. And it was just like so next level, extra. And like, you know, I got to hang out with uh, like Kevin Lawrence, is a good friend of mine. And, you know, I didn't even know he was going. He's like, yo, I'm like, let's go grab a beer afterwards. Okay, like, right. Awesome. I'm like, yo, sick, dude. So I got to hang out with all those guys. And it was just a good all around weekend. So I, yeah, you know, I'm just going to pick that. Hyperfest. Hell yeah. That's good. That's fair. Hyperfest is a sick event. Anyway, so yeah, be, having it be pro be all, right. Better. all right. Uh, so JC Motorworks, what keeps you going to continue on in drifting? It's fun, man. Yeah, it's fun. I, drifting is just like you get an adrenaline rush, like 
nothing else i mean i've never gone skydiving i'm sure that's pretty wild too but yeah uh, i've done indoor but i i know I've, I've bungee jumped and but like on like a not fun mm. scale yeah i would rather bungee jump than skydive it scares me a little bit i'll, pr- I'll probably do it in my life I want to skydive. <laughs> but i'll probably do it uh i'm just being a pussy about it i am extremely afraid <laughs> of heights so that's why i want to do it i'm not dude i just i hear about these things like not deploying parachutes and stuff that's a little scary but I yeah you, there's the adrenaline rush from drifting is sick and like the smiles on people's faces like when you take them for the first time especially in my car because it's just nuts like it's so gripped up so fast i can run anybody's door pretty much as long as i've got a tire left under the car mm. and like i can give people an experience of a lifetime and like seeing their faces when they get out of the car i'm just like how was that and they're like that was fucking awesome yeah that shit's so cool and it dude it brings enjoyment for me man like I have a hatch, an S13 hatch, and it's a dual cam KA. It's dock as a rock on Silver's coilovers and ISR arms. No handbrake, no nothing. Dude, fuck yeah, dude. It's so yeah. awesome to I've never driven That's a slow car like that before, dude. Like whenever I did – I had a KA before, I just streeted, which was like barely drifting. Mm-hmm. And I streeted back roads at that, and it was a single cam. So like you really couldn't do much yeah. with it. With my skill level anyways, you couldn't do much with it. And then I went straight into an SR and started doing events. So I never drove a slow car until I got this KA and I'm like beating the shit out of the clutch and like do something tandeming with my friends and like getting gapped and like trying to strategically cut line and like catch back up. I'm like, dude, why have I never done this before? I think that's so sick. Great when people do that, start that way though. Yeah. Low power really teaches you how to be strategic. It does. I don't know. There's such a double edged sword, man. You know, because yeah. like, hey, if you can afford to build a great car for your first car. Oh, I'll, yeah. I mean, I'll always say that. Do you, you know, get the money, go for it. Do you know David Mesker? Yeah. Okay. So. No wall of him. Yeah. yeah. So his first car was like an LS S13. It was nuts. They went and got it out of Texas and came back. And like, that was his first car. And like, dude fucking slays in anything he drives. And he started in a great car. Yeah. So it's like, that's one side of things. But when you do start at the bottom, you do learn a lot of things that you may not learn when in, you have crutches like handbrakes and unlimited power and all that stuff. So all of those things are a crutch for sure. Yeah. But I think you'll eventually still learn it. Yeah. It's just, you will you'll pick it up the, I guess the finer details yeah. in the beginning. A hundred percent. And I mean, even I learned stuff drifting this KA car and like I've been yeah. drifting for 10 years, you know, but it's just different things that you haven't done before. And it's, it's fun to have to try really hard to link a course. That's sick. Yeah. And like, it's something mm-hmm. like I hear people talk about, and I'm like, I mean, my car's so gripped up. I have to try too. You know, it's just, I just have all the grip in the car and like, I've let people drive my car and they're like, Ah, dude, just like straightened out on me. I'm like, yeah, it's called grip. Be long land. Touch the, touch the throttle. Yeah. <laughs> you got to be committed, dog. Yeah. What do you want? Yeah. So I mean, our cars are hard as fuck to drive. Like you can drive a pro-am car or not. I'm not going to say pro-am car. A fun car a hundred times easier than a yeah. formula drift car, dude. I don't know if you've I ever driven that. one. My car has got so much toe when I'm driving in a straight line, my back end just hops back and forth. <laughs> it's nuts dude i don't have i don't have a, like a, a wise fab kit in the back so i don't have any progressive toe or anything dude i like to run like an inch and a half toe in the back yeah car's fast dude as fuck, it's fast as fuck though i ran with my when my z was still factory vq i would run like half inch of toe in in the back yeah and then i actually eyeball aligned it with it the way it is right now and went out and drove it yesterday and dude, that's exactly what you just said, where it just wants yeah, to kick out so everywhere. It's twitchy it's as bit, fuck. They're like, something's wrong with your car. I'm like, nope, just toe. <laughs> just toe. Yeah, it's 
it's insane. Definitely insane, but yeah, I don't know. I don't even know where I was going with that. Oh, we were just answering the question. Yeah. (laughs) Drifting is Um, fun. That's why I keep going. It's just fucking sick. That's why any of us do it, truthfully. But uh, this, uh, you got a weird name, buddy. Roar like a Ferrari. He did, um, he did media for me in uh, Jersey. No way. Yeah, my uh, my. We Tell got him to change there. his name. That's weird. That's weird. <laughs> uh, my my videographer got a kidney stone as soon as we got there. Oh and no! And missed all of FD, all of it. Oh, that's so. Luckily, they're buddies from like a another event. Oh, this is perfect. Shot together. I'll I'll apologize yeah. for that then. I'm and sorry. And he came out and like introduced himself. He's like, "Hey, I'm uh, filling in for Jason." We're like, "Dude, hell yeah! Nice <laughs> to meet you. Make yourself at home. You need some food, drinks? Like, just help yourself. Don't ask. Just grab." Yeah. And uh, he did awesome, filled in for him, and like we were very appreciative of him. Uh, Sick. But yeah. Well, day. he asked your favorite moment from 2023 season. When it was fucking over. Yeah. <laughs> I figured that was coming. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, man, I don't know. I love the New Jersey racetrack. I had so much fun in New Jersey this year uh, because Riverside was the week after. I stayed for like the week between. And I got to go to like turn 14 distribution uh, and do like a seminar for work there because nice. I was going to be up there. They're like, you may as well make productive use of your time. I'm like, absolutely. Let's do it. Um, and so that was cool just to see the facility. It was just real nice and cool. Um, and just hanging out with the boys up there doing some dumb stuff. Two drift competitions within a week apart. Um, Mike Hobson was down there the whole time. So like we got to hang out a bunch and um, – I'm really tight with all the Jersey boys, like in yeah. a PRI show or SEMO, like we're always hanging out together. They're all good dudes and uh, they're idiots like me. So it's, <laughs> we just have a great time. So just fits if, right in. if I had to say it, I would say Jersey was probably the most fun. Just Jersey as a whole, not necessarily yeah. one particular moment, but the, just the experience was good. The car ran good, drove good. Like I drove, drove really well. Um, yeah, I mean, I got to be was, there for the Riverside, yeah, uh, 50k, and that that was that fun. Was awesome. I think dude. I got fifth, sixth, sixth. I got sixth. Yeah. So we got money. That was sick. Yeah. yeah I could afford to go home after that. Um, <laughs> Reimburse some shit. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. Uh, I I got the the PayPal from Ryan, and uh, I, my mom texted me. She's like, "Congrats, babe! Like you you got some yeah. money at least." I was like, "Dad has it all. He's driving, yeah. he's driving the rig home." <laughs> Dad has it, so we can so we can afford to get home now. We needed this. You're just a few minutes too short. I already gave it up. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly, exactly. Like, I'm by myself dinner today. I went and uh, me and Jason had hibachi. There you go, okay, dude. It's been hibachi. a while since I've had hibachi. Mm. But all right, well, I'm uh, hungry over here. Oh, there you getting go, hungry. Well, what's your best piece of advice for anyone getting into drifting? <sighs> the last question of every podcast. The best piece of advice for anyone. And drifting listen just listen to listen to people around you you know if you're just getting into it you're it's new different. you don't like know that. everything like I, I, you know we all have those moments of like don't tell me what to do i know what i'm doing yeah but like just listen to people like i have a ton of experience and i see new people come in all the time and they'll ask me for advice and i'll give it to them and then they don't do it and then they regret it yeah and they spend thousands of dollars or whatever or going something down the bad happens or and... something. Yeah, just listen to your peers, man. I mean, and drifting, that's the cool thing about drifting is everyone wants the best for each other. So, like, I'll give you advice that took me years to learn so you don't have to go through that bullshit. That yep. through. Um, yeah, I mean, listen, listen to people, man. I mean, set your car up the way you want to. I mean, when it comes to that, you don't necessarily have to listen to, like, me say you should build a race car or you yeah, say you or should me, do yeah. this. Uh, 
you don't necessarily have to listen to that, but yeah, just I mean, listen to people's advice. You know, they just want to help. Yeah, and soak in as much info as you can, and exactly make you know, your own decision. How many new car threads are out there? Listen to those guys. Buy a seat. Buy weld a diff. Yeah, handbrake if you want. You know. Uh, that's an argument that people have. All Pick day the long. basic stuff that everyone's collectively yeah. saying, and all the random stuff that everyone throws in. Just leave those out for now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Listen to the basics and the important stuff. Yeah, that's that's it. Oh, that's yeah. weird advice. I feel like it's probably an answer you. Probably, that was a unique answer. Yeah, you probably that I haven't gotten a lot, But if I could do it again, I would ask a lot more questions because I was like shy and to myself. That's and, how I was, and so I didn't that's... didn't say shit to anybody for my first like year or two. Besides other people that didn't know anything. So we were all just kind of learning together. Uh, That's why I started this. Because I learned more from like just listening to people right. talking in a group setting. Where like, dude, if I didn't know the term for something, I wouldn't speak up at all. Yeah. I would wait until someone said it. And then I would either go home, look it up, and then figure it out myself. Or just wait until someone explains it and I can hear it. Yeah. And like Drift STL are like local uh, deal. They started to come up with a program. It was like almost like a mentorship program where like you could, they asked a bunch of us like vet drivers, like if we would be open to helping new guys out and like you could like sign up essentially for like one of the veterans that you want to take advice from. Like Andy Lewis was an FD for a long time before yeah. me or for a couple of years, I guess, running pro two. And he still rips with us all the time just for fun now. Um, and like there's all kinds of veterans that have never really pursued comp. They're also awesome. And I don't think we ever ended up doing anything with it. But like that would be a sick idea, you know? So yeah. like these new dudes, it doesn't have to be weird because it's it's set up. It's not you walking up to some random trailer and being like, hey, man, I got a question. Because a lot of people are just nervous doing that. Rightfully yes. so, dude. Yeah. Rightfully so. Um, I mean, I'm weird about that and I'm not shy at all, but I still feel Are you weird. very weird about it, especially if they're driving. Yeah. Yeah. You don't yeah, interrupt I don't ever, or like, I won't interrupt take anyone. Take them from their friends or family or whatever. And like, yeah. But so, I mean, something like that would be sick, like a, a mentorship program. I mean, it's a lot to mentor somebody like full time, mm -hmm. but, uh, just like local events, if you're not driving or whatever, just like let these dudes come out for free to give some advice to people. I can't go for a ride along. I'm sorry. Yeah, I get sick as shit like immediately, <laughs> uh, but I'll watch and tell you what I think you can do better. I'm just not a big fan of going on ride-alongs, so I feel you. Yeah, I've but, done it a couple times, but like almost every time, I'm just like jerked back and forth. I'm like, I'm freaking car. Yeah, get now. me out. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm I'm good here. I I did that. Have you ever been to Nola Motorsports Park? Uh, no. I went to EYB. Uh, my friend Ryan Martin used to be like a big shot at the track there. Um. He uh he's like, dude, come drive my 350Z. Come drive it. I'm like, all right, sick. And uh, he's like, I'm going to drive my, I think it was RX-7 or S13 or something. Mm -hmm. And he's like, follow me out first lap. And we, I've never even seen a lap on the track. I literally walked <laughs> into the venue, walked into a shop. He put me in the car and was like, cool, let's get on grid. I'm like, let's go, baby. <laughs> and, if you uh, say so. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And and we go down the, the front stretch and it's like first, second, third thirds thirds higher up we're at the top of fucking third gear we throw a manji entry and like i've never seen this like manji one way and then toss it back and like big faint entry i'm like fourth car in a train i've never driven this track in my life i'm like these dudes are nuts man <laughs> <laughs> and he put me in the passenger seat of the 350z and like just it made me so sick yeah. he's like here's here's the line that i do it you might be able to do a little bit better 
um, if you know the right line. Yeah, and I'm like sick. And, and like, like, I didn't even see any of that. I'm like, sorry. What just happened? But I'm going to go throw up the beer that I had before <laughs> that lap. Yeah. Hell yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, uh, I guess do you, if you want to plug yourself or plug any people, companies, anything like that. Yeah. Um, follow me on Instagram, please. My sponsors love it. Uh, <laughs> my Instagram's Derek underscore Madison. Yeah, dude. Goes a long way. On the screen, in the description. We appreciate it a lot. Uh, And and no, honestly, just a big thank you to my, specifically my family and my friends, because this whole FD shit would never be possible. My dad drives my race rig. My mom feeds the team. My team does this shit for free. Um, Like they pay for their flights to get there, all of it. So big, big, big shout out to my friends and family for that shit. That shit's so good. I will forever be in debt to these motherfuckers, dude. Forever. Um, and thank you to all of my partners, obviously, that support us doing this. Because without them, I know it sounds the cliche answer, but for me especially, it's without them, truth, I can't dude. do this. <laughs> so honestly, um, I mean, the main ones: Fuel Lab, Motor State, Silvers, Fram. I'm gonna forget. Like those are, yeah, like the ones that I think I have like some of the closer relationships with. Status. Uh, Justin, We've talked the boy. a lot about the, per- the important. Yeah, you know stuff. So I love those guys, man. Yeah. And if it wasn't for them, I'd be. The big sim drifter, dude. <laughs> sim championships dude, all the way. Yeah, that's me with my G920 clapped out steering wheel that falls. It sounds like it's going to fall apart every time I drive. At least you got a sim. I don't. <laughs> I got it for 120 bucks on Marketplace. Yeah, no. I Because for me, I just have to get like a Fanatec one. Yeah. Something that's a little bit more realistic. Yeah. At, at just minimum, irritate me too much. A good Thrustmaster. Those yeah. are pretty solid. You can still drive and have a good time on those. But like G920. I just hate stuff. video games so much as is yeah. that if I try and play on a shitty console, I'm going to be furious, yeah. dude. My my friend Michael went all out and he bought a uh, Fantex setup and then he had like an old BMW interior and he like made like a full thing with like the nice. interior and everything. Uh, and he like carpeted it and like put everything in like factory location and stuff. And I drove his, and I'm like, this is the best shit ever. He, like, put AC in his and stuff, too. I'm like, dude. The, the, oh, yeah, the, the wind ducks and stuff. stuff. <laughs> I was like, dude, you are way too good at this shit. And so I made him make me one. So I got this, like, dope-ass rig in my bedroom, and it's S14 dash. Everything is in the same position as my, like, FP Damn. car. And I got, like, a G920. It's like a piece of shit. Yeah. <laughs> That's <laughs> the only reason I build. want a sim is to build one of those. Yeah. Oh, dude, it's the coolest shit ever. Yeah. Yeah, it's fucking sick. Hell, yeah. All right. Well, I guess that pretty much wraps up this one. Sick, so, dude. Do, do you have anything else you want to mention? No, dude. Just thanks for having yeah. me, man. Happy to be here. I appreciate I'm you excited, coming. Excited to uh, see what the next season uh, brings for us. And hopefully we'll have some cool announcements coming out. Oh, yeah. For well, whatever that may be here real soon. But things are looking pretty good for us. So I'm, that's I'm, good. Exci- I'm excited. Well, we'll bring you back on after 24. I'm about Check it. in with you. I'm down. Come back to Nashville. I need an excuse to wear my cowboy hat again. There you go. Throw on a cowboy boots. Goes to Nashville <laughs> once, becomes cowboy. <laughs> and then leaves and goes back in all black again. Yeah. <laughs> yep, nope. No, I just go up there in all black. I hate Nashville. I hate it uh, so much. It was fun. You know, I've never been, so I wanted to experience it. Yeah, no. If, if you've never been, definitely go experience yeah, it. Well, but I've been there too many times in my life. Yeah. Well, we've been trying to make this happen for a while, and I just never have money. And like now the season's over, I'm like, you know. Take my girlfriend down. We make a weekend. We've dealt with enough shit this year. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Yeah, no. Good times. Hell yeah. All right. Well, uh, I guess if 
you're still here, go ahead and look below the video and hit that subscribe button if you haven't already. And hit the bell notification so you are always updated with every episode. But that's pretty much it. So see you every Sunday, each week with a new episode. Thanks for watching, guys. Yeah.